across the UK, online and on DAB. He has made a covenant with the night, and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Thank you, George. Good evening, dear listener. No, you're going to have to go over there because it sounds absolutely awful. Close that microphone, please. The problem with the microphones, because we're moving, no one cares. Uh, Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. If you want to give us a call, three hours, three hours, dear listener, of calls straight to air. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. You can check that camera if you want to... Not bothered. Well, check it. Um, well, look at how high this chair is. I'm in. Okay. Does that camera look okay on Boilie? Okay, fine. There we go. We're locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. 0344 499 1000. Call straight to air. Last day for me. I've, I'm off next week. So I don't really get it. It's last day of term for me. Last day of term. Don't really care. Uh, I take that back. Of course I care. Of course I care, just in case my new bosses are listening. Of course I care, but I don't really care. Sam's got his feet up. Good lad. Relax. Enjoy. We've stuffed out on Domino's pizzas. We're feeling full, fat, bloated, ready to go. Some good news. It's my eldest's 20th birthday. By eldest, I mean my eldest cat, of course. Velvet turns 20 years old today. She's celebrated She's by... celebrated in style. All three girls got uh, tuna uh, for breakfast. Lovely tuna, which means the house is going to stink when yeah, I get back home. you're going to pay for that. Um, and also, I got like these um, like freeze dry, no, like these airtight sealed like sort of salmon steaks and you open it and just give it to them. And so I've given one, one of those to Velvet and she was loving it. And let's just say, I'm, I'm out tomorrow, but Sunday I've got a few more treats up my sleeve. It's a birthday weekend for my old lady. And um, my boys found it hilarious. I just tweeted some pictures of her and said, happy birthday, Velvy. And it's been liked over a thousand times. My boys thought that was hilarious. What? On Twitter, Velvet has had over a thousand likes. I said, yeah, she's famous, man. She's a famous cat. So thank you for all. Some Lots of humans send uh, their birthday wishes. Thank you for that. But they don't mean as much to me as all the cats that sent birthday wishes on Twitter. Did you see that? Loads of cats were sending birthday wishes to Velvet. It was delightful. I've had her for 18 years, right? She's totally my best friend. She's, I've known her longer than I've known you, Boyley, my kids, my wife, my ex-wife. Uh, they're the same person, in case you're thinking this too. Uh, d- 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 more, longer than, you know, she saw me when, um, well, she saw me through the last four years of co- using cocaine. She saw me using cocaine and would look at me as if to say, really? We'll talk about it when you're ready. Um, and um, it was, so she's 20 years old and it's a joy. It's a thrill. I don't know how much longer we've got with her because she's very, very, she's very thin. Very bony. It's a thyroid thing. She's completely deaf, but she seems fine, despite the fact that she's so thin and bony. She's very vocal. Very loud. Because she's so deaf, she's yeah. so loud. Whereas the kittens, they don't. They can't meow yet. They haven't learnt to meow. There's sort of a silent scream going on. I'd forgotten that kittens don't know how to meow. They don't know how to do it. When do they learn? I don't know, but I'm giving them lessons. Hello, line one. Hello, Ian. It's uh, John in the Sutton. Hello, John in the Sutton. Yeah, yep. how are you? I'm um, very well. You're live on air. Good. Uh, my last call to you was a bit shambolic. So it was this awful. Time I've made a few few bullet points, so okay. that um, it's not. It's got a bit more coherence. Lovely. 
So, uh, first thing is pradeeping. I just I have to say, sorry, 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 just, just, you can hear sounds in the background. That's just, um, we, we've got a live feed from Sky from the Leave uh, March that was taking place today. It's just a live feed, just, we just turn up a little bit. This is what's going on outside Downing Street. Okay. I mean, don't even joke. No, it's, it's, it's kicking off a bit, so we just, that's a live feed, and if there's anything happening, uh, we'll let you know. Yes, John? Yeah, sorry. Um, if, yeah, I mean, yeah. Feel feel free to cross over. If, uh, Thank also, you. This is linked to the Leeds thing because I was thinking of pradeeping uh, Nicholas Farage, Nigel Farage, on the LBC today. Okay. But unfortunately, he wasn't on air today. It was Jacob Rees-Mogg, and I thought, mm, both Jacob tossers. Really dig the <laughs> That's my political pradeeping. statement for the day. They're both tossers. <laughs> right. Well, so I didn't do the. Did you do it or not, John? No, because it wasn't for Then get on to your second point, you scab. You cowardly scab. You piece so of trash. Linked to, link to Farage, I was watching a little documentary, a Channel 4 um, Vox Pop, in which Nigel Farage was touring various slums in Bulgaria. Right. And this links to my new OCD, because I've, I've struggled with OCD for years, and my new one is mother, uh, my mother, wanted to go to Turkey or Greece, and Bulgaria, Turkey, and Greece, I know from friends and relatives who've been there, in all three of those countries, I don't know if you've been to any of those three, um, you can't flush the loo paper. You have to put it in a little bin. Well, no, that's not true. That's not true. In Greece, in mainland Greece, you can flush the loo paper. It's on the, the Greek islands you can't flush the loo paper. Have you been to the Greek islands? I've been to the Greek islands, and I've been to mainland Greece. And um, certainly, well, certainly in Athens... You can flush the yes. loo paper. Maybe out in the regions you can't, but the reason you can't do it on the islands is the water pressure isn't strong enough and it would just block the whole... You could block the whole islands up. But I think you can in mainland Greece. So when you went to the islands, what did you do after having a... Whoopsie? There's a little... There's a... You wipe your bum and then there's a little bin next to you and you put the toilet paper in there and you try not to look in there, although it's hard not to. It's fascinating. You get used would, to would it. You, would you tie... Sorry, would you tie it up in a little bag? No, after doing the no, my wife's aunt pressure? would come and do it. My wife's aunt would be in church. So we stayed with them. My wife's aunt, every now and then, if it was a big one, I'd, I'd flush a, a bit of paper down. But my wife's aunt would come yeah. and sort that out. You get I, used I to it. You get used to it. It's disgusting, but you get used to it. I realise this is the most scintillating of radio, but I thought I should point that now. My last point yes. is... Yes. The fact that so so this hasn't this hasn't been a great call. I I appreciate that. Okay. Um, but I, I have been picking holiday locations based Jesus. on the toilet facilities. So like you are in Marrakesh, where the toilets were brilliant, but there wasn't much to do, and I kept having a Marrakesh lot of is boring. Just- Crosby, Stills, and primarily Nash lied out of their hookahs to us. It's a dull dump there. No, I mean, it's not dark. Can I ask you a couple of quick-fire questions on Marrakesh? Please do. Well, I mean, now, you, you know, you've made a bit of, bit of silly money with your celeb, uh, you know, you're on Good Morning Britain and all of that. So with all of your... Flash with cash, did you, number one, did you ride the horses around the main square? No, because I hadn't made the cash when I went to Marrakesh. When I went to Marrakesh, I found out, that's when I got the phone call saying I was doing I'm a Celebrity. So I didn't ride the horses. The animals there look like they're treated absolutely abysmally. All I did was sit in one coffee shop and have coffee for two hours, then go to another restaurant and have coffee for two hours, then go to a third restaurant and have ice cream and then coffee, and then have some guy, and then some guy took me into some weird pharmacy. That was it. Boring, it's a dump. 
Did you play with any of the dirty chimps that were in the square? No, I didn't touch any of the animals. They looked awful. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, it's just Clive. Someone's just like, someone's just is, is tweeting me, you can't flush it in Athens. Yes, you can. You can. Yes, you can. You got to. Sorry? You got to flush it, don't you? Well, in, well, you don't, no, well, in the it? islands you don't flush it. Flipping heck, man. In the islands you don't flush it, it but in, in, uh, in Athens you can flush the toilet paper. I'll flush it where I am. Well, what, where are you? The toilet? Ireland. What a, what a anyway, bismal start to I the show. I was calling, I was, I was calling, I reckon this evening between me and your listenership, we can sort Brexit out. Go on then, let's have it. Me. What's the answer? Right, can I take the next line? Can I take some calls? Um, okay, what's your name, caller? It's Clive. Clive, okay, Clive, you did say that. All right, well, Hank, we haven't got any calls lined up. Let's just, let's just put... Oh. Clive, no, Clive, oh, you've got to work it. Tyson. Shut your face. You've got to work it. Like the old oh. evening... St- stand oh. it! Stand oh. it! Okay, okay. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. You're live with Clive. Get on the line. We're going to fix Brexit tonight. Come on, talk to me. Tell me what we're going to do. Oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, right. Hang on a minute. That you want them to tell you what we're going to do? I thought you were going to fix it. With their help, tonight, uh... we're going to figure it out. If I've it... got some ideas, they've got some ideas. Okay. Between us, we'll sort it out. Okay, if you want... Could we do any worse than Theresa May? Okay. If you want to speak, if you want to go live with Clive, 0344 Four nine nine four nine nine one thousand. Oh, three, four, one thousand. Okay. Um, uh, someone's telling. Stop arguing with me. You can flush toilet paper down the toilet in Athens. I've been. You, you were there three months ago. I've been there a dozen times. You can do it. Right. Sorry. Can we get stop talking about toilet paper in Greece? Hey, I've heard the Athens Water Board have come in looking for you. Well, they, they they can they can look. They have to do a DNA swab on my bum. Um, right. Yeah. No one is phoning in. Oh. Who does that reflect badly on, me or you? Uh, I think people who are bored of talking to Brexit. I mean, I've got to be honest, this is the quickest I've ever got through to air, which, um, it's nice in a way, but it's also a little bit disappointing. Well, there's no one... But the, I won't, man. Everyone's, everyone's at the, um, Not the march. Cadiz. Everyone's at the What's leave march. Doing? All of my listeners... Will you shut up, Clyde? Shut up! All, right. All of my listeners right. are at the leave march. Very, very big leave listenership to this show. Hang on, I've got a message to all the leavers. Time's up. Well, let's You've just run say, out of road. You ain't got any road left. Clive, stay there. We're going to go. Stay there. We're going to go to the adverts early, and then when we come back, we're going to go live with Clive. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Good evening, ladies and gents. You're through to the Late Night Alternative with Clive Clivert. Let's be having you. Tonight, we're going to figure out Brexit. Between you and me, we're going to figure it out. I want you to call in. It's 0344-499-1000. Now, I don't want to hear any cliched ideas. I don't want to hear we're going to revolve Article 50. I don't want any people's vote. I don't want any old Brexit. And I don't want any Norway plus, 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 X, X, X. So, we're going to have to think a little bit outside the box. So, I'll call in. We're going to have a chat. It's Clive. You're live with Clive. It's 
Oh, three, four, four, four. What is it again? It's a, I don't know. It's a number, right? You should know it by now. Call in, we're going to sort it out, right? Line one, let's be having you. All right, Clive. Come on. I thought I'd ring. Hello. I thought I'd. I thought I'd ring in mate and just liven up the shower a little minute. bit. Hang on a minute. Are you a doghead? Are you a dingle? A dog. Uh, now, mate. Now. Are you I a villain? I thought fan? I'd ring it. Now, mate. Are you now. taking the mic? Are you taking the mic? Yes, mate. I'll tell you what. Yes, mate. I ain't got time for people taking the mic. We ain't okay, gonna solve this if you're taking the mic. You should ring up LBC, and now you get some sensitive and some serious chat. What, the long, boring Brexit conversation? I doubt think so. It couldn't be any more boring than this, Clive. You're not doing a very good job, mate. Speak for yourself. What have you got to offer? A bad Birmingham accent. I ain't even from Birmingham. I ain't brought me. I'm from the black country. Sorted out. Line two, let's be having you. I hope you're better than this Muppet. Come on, we're going to fix Brexit. Let's be hearing you. What you got to say? How you doing, man? Have we got a line to? Hello, hello. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? You're live with Clive. Good, Good evening. You're speaking to Paul. Hello, Paul. How you doing? What's your... Where are you from, Paul? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm from just uh, outside of Cardiff, I am, man. About, t- about 10 miles oh. north of Cardiff in Caffilly. Okay, nice. You okay, like, I'm afraid... Do you know what? I, I can't. I can't solve the problem, but I've worked out. Well, I think I've worked out anyway. The um, the meter all went wrong. Okay. This is like way too serious, though, for for uh, the later okay. alternative. Come on, come on, come on! You've got thirty seconds. Here we go. Ready? Um, it was, it was yeah. the moment they they decided to label it as Brexit. Because of course, what it's would not you call it then? British, well, you exit, you ke- you kexit. Because it was a UK exit, right. not okay. a British exit. I, I, right, the whole, I've got to the say whole that's Irish boring opinion on Brexit I've ever heard. Thanks for your call. Call again, but well, preferably not when I'm housing. Line three, you're live. Let's be having you. You all right, mate? What's it, how's it going? It's Tommy here, mate. How's it going? You all right? Tommy. Hello, Tommy. Thanks for calling. Right. Brexit. How are you going to fix it, mate? How well are you going to sort it out? Well, what are you going to do? Well, I think there's a couple of things I want to first start off by saying. The first one is that I'm okay. Thanks for calling. Okay. Have you got anybody on the line that's not a muffin? Line four. You're live with Clive. Let's be having you. Still there? Still there? Can you still hear me, mate? Hello? Can you hear me, mate? Yes. I can't oh, hear you. Yeah. Have you got anything yeah, to offer, yeah, or just silly noises? No, I mean, I mean, let's have a bit of a constitutional discussion. Are you pro-Brexit or anti-Brexit? Are you a full-Brexit or an anti-Brexit? Let's be having you, mate. Right. I think you'd be better off calling LBC, mate, or maybe BBC, WM. That might be more your level. Maybe the jail mail show will be good for you. Tracy's but, uh, jail mail. Are you or Dav Ale. Try that. Yeah? Are you right, thanks for calling, Bob. Have a good night. Give your mum a kiss for me. So, uh, All right, right, okay, cheers. Now, are you someone who bye. thinks the democratic will of the people should be uh, valued, or do you think that James O'Brien's points regarding the fact that individuals were deceived by a fundamentally flawed... Hang on and, a minute, uh, hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why 
of Brexiters always phoning up talk radio, having a goo about James O'Brien. He ain't on this station. I'm talking about LBC. If you want to have a goo about the lefties, have a goo at George Galloway. By all means, have a goo at the Libtard Ian Lee. Just shut your carol. goo about... James, oh, bloody Brian, he ain't even on this station. Just Oh, Brian. Do you want a bet? Am I talking to myself here? Sounds like it. Are you real? No, mate, I'm a chat boss. I was made by AOL. What are you beefing on about? I'm a... Yeah, very funny. Who's that? Very funny. Give me some real callers. Give me some real oh, callers. Oh, soundboard. Yeah, I don't know who it is now. Lined up. Come on. Line five. Let's be having you. What's your name? Where are you from? <sighs> oh, shall I do a George Galloway monologue? That's us, the mother of all talk shows. I'm very angry about Brexit. I'll tell you why. Not since... Caesar, has there been such a disgrace over a political issue? I need to do a fart now. By the way, you have just defamed me on a radio station of which I am also an employee. So, you know, we can do a bit of George Galloway. I think we're okay. Thanks very much indeed. Live with Clive there. That was, uh, that really was um, very, very disappointing. Call straight to air tonight. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Okay, it's a little bit too quiet there. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, line two, you're on the air. I'm on the air. Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately. You're, You're live on talk radio. How can we help you, caller? Well, this is a good question. It's, uh, when I suspect we'll have a long, about. irrelevant answer. <laughs> no, I went down to to Westminster today. It's the first time I've been there when all, all the demonstrations have been B- going on. Big fan of Tommy? And, uh, big fan of Tommy? Yes. I have a Tommy that I am a fan of. I'm not it's sure. Either, it's, either, it's either Tommy Cannon, it's Tommy the Rock Opera by The Who, or it's Tommy Robinson. Which one did you go for? Uh, Tommy Kennedy. Mm, I don't know that guy. Never mind. Okay. Um, it's good to speak to a Clive, though, because there's links to me and Clive. The, yes. My late friend Peter Cook had Derek and Clive, and yes. uh, and I used to speak a lot to a, a, a radio presenter. It's a phone Clive. call about another phone call to another radio station. I'm going to bring my bell in. I'm going to bring my bell in, and every time, George, there's a phone call about a phone call to another radio station, ding! Let's go to line three. Line three, you're on the wireless. Yeah, hello. Hello, is, yeah. that, line th- is that line three? Yes, uh, I don't know. I suppose so. It's you, sir. It's me. Um, can, can I speak to Clive live? I'm afraid that was about <laughs> ten minutes ago, and he's gone now. Oh. Uh, what, am I on I'm on the wireless now? Yeah, you are now. You're not now. Line four, you're on the wireless. Evening, boss. Yes? I have a moral dilemma. Okay. 
I have one simple question. Well, can you come out of the box? You're sounding very muffled. Oh, sorry, I'm in my hallway. Well, well, go either phone, either either it? put up some thick wallpaper or go and stand somewhere that's not quite so uh, muffled because we can't really hear you. My hallway doesn't have much furniture. Couldn't understand a word of that. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is sharp tonight. Sharp, got sharp fingers. No, my fingers are like it's the last day of term for me. Got, I got a week off next week. I'm, I'm already starting to unwind. I can feel the tension leaving my shoulders. We're going to a log cabin. We've got our own hot tub outside, and the boys cannot wait. They said, when we get there on Monday, get there on Monday about 2, we can check in. Can we look around the cabin and then get straight into our swimmers and go straight into the hot tub? I said, yeah, if you want. It's, it's, it's our holiday. We do what we want. Yeah. Okay. And can we stay in the hot tub as long as we like? I said, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Can we get in the hot tub in the middle of the night? I said, yeah, yeah, sure, cool. If that's, if that's what you want to do, if you're up. You, you as long know. as you know that they're in there. Yeah, yeah, I said, well, no, I don't care. I'll give them a few beers, they'll be fine. I said, yeah, of course we can get in there. This is our holiday, we'll do whatever we want. They're like, whoa. So it's just going to be a hot, I'm going to come back um, looking like an old man's bollock. I'm going to be completely shriveled up. Um, it's going to, I'm going to look like um, Mr. Magoo. Or California raisins. California raisins. You remember the California yeah. raisins under the boardwalk, down by the sea. This is how starved we were for entertainment, young people. I'm talking to you, Sam. When we were young, the biggest selling pop artist of all time were the California raisins. They were raisins. Do you know the raisins you get in the little red box? It was them. Yeah. They were the biggest selling artists at one point in my childhood. The raisins in a box. I had a pen. Board I had a pen with one on the top, <laughs> playing the saxophone with shades on. Down, they all had shades on. <laughs> um, they probably all had skin cancer as well, I'm going to be honest. you. I think a raisin would not be doing great with that much sunshine. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. I just wanted to say happy birthday to Velvet. Thank you very much indeed. I'm passing um, all, I'm collating all of your uh, birthday wishes on <laughs> and I'm going to surprise her when I get home with it. She's, um, she, <laughs> she's my love of my life and it means a lot. So thank you. Yeah, I understand that. I lost a cat after 15 years. Oh, mate. <laughs> well, it is. And here's the thing, right? Um, she is, she is really, really thin. She's gonna go at some point. Apart from being deaf and apart from being thin, she's fine. And she's gonna go at some point. Yeah. But I've been expecting it for the last three or four years to, you know, for yeah. her to kind of go. But when she goes, we're gonna have a week of mourning. Sombre music will be played on the show and, mm -hmm. um, we will be doing phone-ins, th three hour phone-ins about my dead cat. It's gonna happen. So I'm sorry yeah. for your loss. I don't mean to make light of it because they are an important part of the family. Oh, God, God, costly. I mind in um, a wooden box with ashes. I always keep him close. Did you um, never consider... Did you never consider stuffing her? <laughs> genuine, genuine question, because I am considering it. Don't do that. I'd be too terrified, to be honest. I want to... I want to... I want to stuff her, and I want it so that she's got, like, um, pipe cleaners in her legs. Oh, so God. you can move her. <laughs> so you can move her. That's what I want. <laughs> I think he'd mind giving you nightmares, to be honest. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. That's what I want. I, gen I genuinely, I'm, I'm, I've been talking about it for a long time. I genuinely want to get her stuffed. I think it would be the, the, the most fitting tribute to the creature I love the most in this world. God. Well, I don't think I'll tell my new cat that. She might be a bit scared of me after that. Yeah, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, also, 
congratulations on passing your driving. Thank you very much indeed. I can ride up to 125cc without L plates and I can give people a backy. And I'm thinking of starting a celebrity backy, um, like taxi service where I will give people a backy, not very far distance, for uh, between 50 and 150 pounds, depending on where they are in relation to me uh, and how much they weigh um, and how much they smell, actually. Discounts for people who smell nice. 50 to 150 pounds if you want a backy with the guy from the jungle who stole uh, the strawberries. Yep. Uh, oh. Imagine well, them you pressing like James Corden thing. Pressing the groin you know, like against him. interviews during it. James Corden, he, he did the backy. Yeah, yeah. No, ta- backy she's taxi. talking about the car share thing that he does. Yeah, but on um, no, no. a moped. No, I don't want famous people. The insurance will go through the roof. Just plebs. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> um, I was just ringing in with regards to Nigel. Yes, um, yes. And the good work that you and Kath have done. Um, it is a widespread problem, especially yeah. nationally. Yeah. I can vouch for that. I lost my job in February. Oh, I'm sorry to hear um, that. Because of my mental, well, because of my mental health and my son's. Yes. Um, they let me go, unfortunately, because of the hospital appointment. Oh, oh you were I taking time to off to take your son to hospital and they said, this this ain't good enough. Yes. Oh, scumbags. Goodbye. Scumbags. Yeah, so my doctor, because I was suffering mental health problems myself, I was signed off. And the help out there is just non-existent. Of course not. They don't want to pay you. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I've known, I've always known this. They don't want to pay you. They want to save money. So that's why they make the pips test um you know the physical test as hard as it can be they make they they don't te- they don't they what they don't do is um tell you right you're entitled to this 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 and this you've got to find it out for yourself they don't want you to have the money um and so yeah, if you're exactly. even if you're slightly more vulnerable you know you sound very intelligent and very with it and i know I, i'm guessing that you probably struggled i'm having to sort out some finances mm-hmm. for my mum again every year they have to assess her finances um and i oh, find it difficult so imagine someone in nigel's situation and we'll talk about nigel in a minute because there's a little update who who you know doesn't know literally doesn't know what day christmas is doesn't know the date of christmas <laughs> and no one is sitting down with him going right you're entitled to this, this, you can't get this, you can get 25% off this, and you can... No one's doing it. So, no, they, they don't want you to have the money. No, they don't. I mean, I've had a 10-year-long career in the automotive industry. That's all gone to ruin. Well, um, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry know, to hear that. It is. I mean, because I own my own property as well, they expect me to sell up mm. and use the funds. Yeah. And yeah, right, shame shame on you! Shame on you for saving and um, working hard and paying off big bits of your mortgage throughout your life. Shame on you for <laughs> for, for doing that because it comes to naught. It comes to naught. You'll just have to it, you, you'll, you'll just have to dip into it until you skin, and then they might yeah. step in. Yeah, I mean, my son is partially sighted. He's never going to be able to drive. You know, he struggles. So this house is his. So when he reaches eighteen, this isn't. Again, this is his house. You know, this house will be passed to him to, to live on. Because yeah. he's not going to be able to get a normal job, but the government don't seem to care. No, I don't want you to get it's, the money, the scumbags. You're on your own. You're on your flipping own. Hey, listen, thank you for that. I'm sorry you're in such a lousy situation. I've got my fingers crossed for you. There are people all over the country in this lousy situation. Let's take another call, and then we'll have a little... Um, uh, Nigel update without re- breaking any confidences. I think we can. We, yeah. we can come. Well, let's just take this call and then we'll do that. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Bye. 
morning. Hello, line two. It's Alan. Have we spoken before, Alan? Yeah, I'm normally falling asleep. Okay. Oh, oh, it's the sleepy guy. Okay, yeah. How are you, boss? I'm I'm very well. No, actually, none of your business. Actually, I didn't know it was straight to air tonight. Well, y- if you'd been listening, you would have found out. Now you know it. Make your next call better. So, what's the update on Nigel that we can say without breaking any confidence? Okay, so I got a phone call today from Kent County Council. First time they've spoken to us. Yes. Have you had emails from them? No, I've had nothing from them okay. since First I wrote time to them two weeks to ago. First time they've spoken to us. Right. When yeah, Nigel it was two weeks ago. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, it was a Friday. It was two weeks ago. Um, and I. Um, copied the um, clip of Nigel talking the first time when it was kind of emerged that he was having trouble and he was getting into more and more trouble and I sent that to them. I sent it to social services. This was from the communications office and they've been alerted to it because we've been talking on Twitter quite a lot is the impression I got. I don't think social services... What's the communications office? Is that press? Yeah. Right, I didn't make that connection when you told me earlier on when you phoned me up. So the press office got in touch. Yeah. Um, and I did just say, because guy with ninety eight thousand followers and a blue tick has been tweeting a lot and, and getting slightly more aggressive in each tweet. Yeah, and I did say uh, we were talking about things, and I said I do think it's a shame it's taken two weeks. And they said, well, we didn't know you didn't contact us. So obviously, whoever took, got my email, social services didn't, didn't refer bother. it. Okay. Let's go. No, sorry, I apologise. Let me give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it got lost in the system. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe it got they, lost in the system. Maybe they acted on it and didn't see. F- maybe. Okay. So, um... I'm still trying to give people the benefit of the doubt at the moment. Yeah. I'm still trying to be as fair as I, as I possibly now, can. we know because we've been speaking to Helen Grant's office. Who's who been is, amazing. She's yeah. the MP. She has been incredible. So, thank so you, Helen. we contacted, on that Friday, we contacted Social Services, Helen Grant, and a number of other organisations that night. Um, Helen Grant, straight on it, on the Monday. Brilliant. And she uh, is... Uh, Met up with Nigel a couple of times, yeah, gone and, through things... And asking okay, for answers from social from services, and she's trying to get some sort of solution for him. Um, and uh, there have been a couple of meetings. He's been to her office and stuff. Um, what can I tell you about the conversation today? Well, the good news about what's going to happen to is, Nigel. The good news is... There is some good news. Although the council can't help him directly, and I'll tell you why in a second. Yes. Um, there is a group called Crop. Uh, citizens rights for older people I think they're called let me just double check because I've uh, written it down here yeah citizens rights for older people are going to advocate for him they're meeting with him on Monday I spoke to Nigel so an advocate is is the grown-up we've been asking for who can sit down with him and go through his bills his finances brilliant okay Okay, so that's something that's a Um, big step yeah really big step uh, and that's happening. And I spoke to Nigel, and he's feeling hopeful about that. And right. He's going to be meeting them at Helen Grant's office on Monday. He Beautiful. says. Beautiful. That's um, brilliant. The reason it's taken so long is an interesting one. Yeah. Social services are aware of him, and they were um, hurt uh, that we we were under the impression they were ignoring him. We because uh, I sent a couple of tweets over the last couple of days, getting not even angry tweets, but just. Come on, Kent uh, County Council, pull your finger out. Still heard nothing from Kent County Council, and I'm I'm really sorry. I didn't realise that that is that is the word is hurt, isn't it? It's hurt. Yeah. The I have hurt the feelings of Kent County Council by calling them out in tweets, and I would just like to take this opportunity to say everybody, everybody, every member of staff uh, at Kent County Council and the guy from the press department, I am really, really sorry, really sorry for hurting your feelings for by sticking up for a guy who has been starving 
and who I've had to do two food shop, shops for. I'm really sorry if your feelings have been hurt by me calling you out for not helping a guy in a vulnerable position who was starving. And and I, I mean that. I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings at Kent County Council. Nigel could have died, but I'm really sorry if I hurt anybody's feelings, genuinely. Sorry, guys. So social services have been aware of Nigel for some time. We know that. I've had a conversation with Nigel since... The reason he is not um, maybe getting the support that we think he needs yeah. is because he doesn't qualify for um, support for a learning disability. Yeah. And why, but why, so why, do, how do they know he doesn't qualify for support with, because let, let's be honest, and Nigel, I'm, you know, is, is happy for us to talk about this. Nigel doesn't know what day Christmas Day falls on. We've had that on the show. He believes that he's getting Skype calls from Miley Cyrus and he tweets his MP asking him to get him on the one show playing the drums, okay? But but the, the Kent County Council um, who who about her have they 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 know that he doesn't qualify for someone for help with someone with well, learning difficulties. Well, was, how do they know? What that? I was told was he was assessed by social services and he doesn't have learning disabilities. I have had a look into this um, and I've spoken to a number of professionals who work in and around mm. social services all over the country. Yeah, social workers don't do the assessments. Oh, uh, a GP would do that. Oh. And then they would refer them on to um, the Learning Disability Support Team. So, Kent County Council have said they've assessed Nigel and he doesn't qualify for help uh, as someone with learning difficulties, but actually they wouldn't have assessed him. That's not their role. It's a GP's role. I spoke to Nigel. Okay. Um, he's never been... He didn't really know what I meant. Yeah. He's never been tested by his GP. It's never been suggested As far to as him. he's aware. We know he gets confused. He says so he hasn't. He okay. says he's yeah. never had yeah. that conversation. What, what do you mean, he said to me. I said, have they ever done any sort of testing for you to see if you might need a little bit of extra help? Didn't know what I meant. Okay, okay. As, as far as he remembers. His memory's not great. So? One of the social workers, in fact, a number of the social workers I spoke to suggested that rather than him not having been assessed and found not to have learning difficulties, what might have happened is, is he's not got a diagnosis. Right, okay. So, uh, that's interesting. Um... It, it, and it, isn't it funny going back to that conversation we just had with that um, lady caller? I, I, I'm not necessarily saying this about Kent County Council, but as someone who's tried to get benefits, both for myself when I was unemployed a long time ago, and for my mum, they don't want you to have the money because councils are working on budgets. Councils are skin. We know that. So if they can save a few quid here and a few quid there, they will do. The warden that um, that uh, Nigel talks about yeah. is a community warden. Okay. Um, what does that mean? Uh, then he's not in sheltered housing. Okay, it's someone sort of who knocks on the door now and again okay, to, to check on people. Okay, we've got him in sheltered housing. Mm-hmm. He isn't. Okay, all right. Well, um, and that's kind of what he's told me uh, as well. Um, what, what I've heard about CROP, the Citizens' Rights for Older People, is that they're brilliant. Yep. They're brilliant advocates, and it's Great. a really str- good move. This is what I've been told Beautiful. independently. Great. They won't be able to support him long term is the suggestion I got from a social worker. Okay, okay. What you would need is that referral from a GP. Okay, okay. Well, this is... Okay. I've also been speaking to someone who um, is from kind of an outreach, uh, yep. a Christian outreach group in that area, and they're going to have a word with Nigel tomorrow. Okay. This all sounds like great short-term fixes. Uh, you know, the guy is overdrawn. There's, he's now paying bank charges. I, honestly, I don't, you know, I don't say this lightly. This isn't, this isn't a joke. I, I, my prediction: He'll be homeless in six months. That's so, my prediction. You see, you see people begging, who have similar phraseology yeah. to Nigel. Yeah, the um, social workers I've spoken to suggested that Cropper's advocates could 
uh, recommend that he goes to the GP. Might be able to help him with that. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, and also the Christian organisation, support organisation, have suggested that that's something that they would look at as well. Brilliant. Um, if appropriate. The conversation I had with Nigel, he, he doesn't know. He doesn't know okay. that right. he could be... Um, uh, he could be in for extra help. But he might have magic powers. Let's phrase it like that. And yeah, and the other thing is about Nigel. When I last spoke to him, he was on Facebook asking for money again. There we go. Uh, all right, good work, Catherine. Thank you. Catherine has been the driving force behind all of the behind-the-scenes work. I've done very, I've done, I've done none of it. I've been, I can send angry tweets, but again, genuinely, uh, uh, Kent County Council. I'm, uh, honestly, it, I, I don't want to upset you guys. I, I, if I've upset you, um, if my handful of tweets trying to save the life of a vulnerable elderly man with learning difficulties has upset you i'm so so sorry i'm so sorry um as you you get into your luxury cars and go to your nice warm homes with your families and have your dinner and then get into your nice clean warm beds i'm really really sorry to have upset you as i i try and um stop uh, one of my callers life's go- lives going over the edge of a cliff i'm really sorry i didn't mean to upset them um Another suggestion was that Nigel has been um, reticent to engage. Right. Well, Nigel doesn't realise that he's not coping. No, exactly, exactly. Let's see where it goes. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio, the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, and just to flag up, when someone says this is off the record, you have to wait for the other person to agree that it's off the record. Otherwise, it's not off the record. Also, just to say that, just to flag that up. It's not legally binding. No, exactly. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of a common decency thing. But if you go, and this is off the record, and the other person says nothing, that's on the record. The other thing is, if you record, say off dude. the record, then tell me a load of things that you obviously want me to pass on. It's really difficult to work out which bits is secret. Call straight to air tonight, 03444991000. Let us go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. We can't hear you. All of that, ex- all of that energy I expounded introducing your call and we can't hear you. What are you doing? Are you talking? Hello? I'm not letting you go. Because I've invested too much energy in... He's put the phone down. Who was it? I've got no idea! Call straight to where? I don't know! Put a lot of energy in that. I'm up there, I'm up there now. Now I've got no... It's like I've taken drugs and I'm waiting for a party. There's no party. So I'm just, I'm just at home. Off my face watching EastEnders. That's no good. That's no good. Sounds to me like someone had a dodgy earpiece. What's the point in having an earpiece? What's the point in having an earpiece, guys? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You know we don't really have anything planned for the show. I go through the papers, and the last three weeks I haven't done it, hardly any of the stories from the papers. And there's not many in the papers today. There's uh, five. There's, there's ten. I've got ten stories. But then at the bottom of the page, this is how I lay my page out. I do the, the newspaper stories at the top, and at the bottom I just write down like ideas or thoughts I've had. And so I've, I've written two things at the bottom. One is tens, because I want to talk to you about that tens machine idea we had a couple of years ago. I still think it's a good idea. Oh, God. But here's the other thing I put down, right? So if anyone can tell... And I can't remember what it means, because I was ordering pizza. So if anyone can tell me what this means, then please um, let me know. I have written cock garage. Cock Garage. I saw you'd written that, and I did wonder what that what was about. What does that mean? Was it? I'm trying to think. Was it? Was it an idiot I met at the garage? And I don't. I can't. I, I did stop and get petrol today, but there was no. There was nothing. Nothing happened. There was no drama. Um, cock 
garage is it like is there a is there a story that's been doing the rounds that i might have picked up on um today that i might have missed i don't um i don't know can you google cock garage that's exactly what i'm doing and i'm putting in cock garage and looking under news let's see let's Let's see. see let's see let's see anything no, it's very odd. Um, so I've got no idea what that means. No idea what that means. If you got any ideas, oh three four four. Ah, go on. It's not this one, is it? Go on. Historic pub no. transformed into a no. home. No, it's called cock the cock in, and it's got a garage. Put the cock in. No. Put the cock in. A line one. I in because I knew it. Dirty girl. Yes, line one. <laughs> we're, we're Boston. We're Boston. <laughs> Have you watched? Have you? I'm, I, I was wondering. Have you watched the Motley Crew biopic on Netflix, The Dirt? No. I want to watch it. Apparently, it's know. awful. Have you no. seen it? Apparently, it is awful, and I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. I really want to watch it. Don't like Motley Crue. They, they do a song. Was one of their songs called "Girls, Girls, Girls"? Did Motley Crue do? I think Motley Crue mm-hmm. did a song called "Girls, Girls, Girls." Very dirty band. Their 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 autobiography is is one of the. I read it ten years ago when I liked reading stories about bands just shagging and doing drugs and all that. And now I think, oh, uh, I'm bored of I'm bored of I'm bored of men taking heroin. It's not a sustainable lifestyle. No, is it? it is not. Anyway, line one. What can we do for you? I was wondering if Nigel got um, personal independence payment. I don't know. Don't know. No, not his he's mum. got nothing because he's not been diagnosed as anything other than being an old man. Right, but can he be put in them? I don't know. Accommodation? I don't. I don't. I don't know. And I know you're saying this from a kind place, right? But people keep saying, mm. "Well, why don't you put him in touch with the CAB?" Because we can't. We can't. We don't know. We don't know the. We don't know the full score, and we can't make mm. him do anything. And, 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 and I know you're saying this from a place of love, so I'm not taking this out on you. But saying, "Well, can't you get him into sheltered accommodation?" Well, no. I'm a radio host, and Kathy's a radio producer and a radio host. No, we can't. I know how hard it is to get, trying to get a loved one into sheltered accommodation. So a bloke who is 100 miles away, I, no. But this advocate on Monday is the person yeah. that is going to be the one to hold his hand and work out what we do from here on out. I've got faith in that. But at the moment, oh, he's not you. entitled to anything because they've not, they don't see him as anything other than a 60-odd-year-old man who's got his own house and appears to be muddling through. Hmm. Yeah, the system's not very good for that, is it? No, the system sucks. No. Um. Hello? Oh, dear. And she's gone. Um, I don't mean to have a go at her, but so many pe- it, it is, you know, and I, I'm really grateful that people are suggesting stuff, but... Just, just you're all suggesting stuff that, of course, we've thought about, yeah. and suggesting stuff that's been suggested a hundred times, and also stuff that that is actually beyond our remit. Well, what, can, can you get him? Can you get him assessed? No. Can you get him into sheltered accommodation? We'll, we'll, we'll no, obviously. Can you not? Can you not check what phone tariff he's on? No. There are there are limits. There are real limits. Okay. And I, I'm having. I'm personally, I'm having. Let me just take this call. Then I'm, I'm going to talk about ethics. Line one. You're on the wireless. Ed? Hello. Good day, good day, my friend. Yes, could you could you could you not be on speakerphone? It's, it's not on speakerphone. Right. Well, why does it sound so muffled? Uh, I don't know, mate. 
Okay, what can we do for you, muffled man? I just want to ring up and say good g'dang, g'dang, my friend. G'dang, g'dang. Thank you very much indeed. That's a, that's a call back to 15 years ago, and you t- couldn't, couldn't hear it, and you totally ruined my, my flow. Um, I find myself in a real ethical, moral dilemma as a human being, as um, someone who's lucky enough to have a few quid in the bank. You know, I'm not loaded, but I've got a couple of quid in the bank. You know, I'm all right. I haven't got a worry for a little while. And as someone who is considers themselves to be a caring and compassionate human being, I'm I'm finding the whole Nigel thing very, um, <clears throat> very confusing to me on a personal level, because um, you know we, we bought him some birthday presents and we, we I bought him a couple of food shops, you know. So I spent a few quid, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Um, but I know that physically I could do more, right? Physically I could do more. I could go to Maidstone where he lives and I could um, go and pay off his overdraft, his 30 quid or whatever it is, his overdrawn pay it off so that he's not overdrawn so he's not pay- paying the bank charges anymore. And I could probably phone up the phone company and say, look, is there a cheaper tariff? I could probably do all of that stuff, right? But I've got stuff in my own life going on that you know i'm, I'm the, the, the balance between work and seeing my kids trying to help my mum's situation in both the terms of the, the care home losing her and, and, and which they're denying now and, and having to sort out her finances all of that and here's so i'm finding it very confusing and i'm finding it very troubling um knowing that i could go and do knowing that i've done more than most people more than a lot of people would do but actually i could do more but i have made the decision not to do more knowing that at some point nigel could die do you know what i'm I'm, and i'm not expressing it very well because i'm so confused by all of it i'm confused as, as 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 a human being as a man as a soul as whatever as a radio presenter as a dad i'm confused as to what i should do and what is okay for me to say i'm not going to do that's it i don't i, I don't i don't know what the right thing is is what i'm and there is no answer there is no answer and people will say well, you've done enough or you've done too much and some people might go well you, you you haven't done it there is no right answer there is no black or white on or off one or zero it's it is whatever it is you know it's um, i think there is an answer go on i think that whatever you do at this point if you did go and pay it off there'll be something else next week no well no, well exactly but that isn't an answer that, no. that that's that's that isn't an answer. so the answer is i'm no i'm not fudging because no I, i'm not saying you're fudging i'm saying the answer is a fudge i'm saying that i'm, that, not, f- I'm not finished the answer is I don't like it when you take that time I know you don't but I'm going to take it okay the answer is I'm going to make sure that stuff is in place so that Nigel is looked after by the right authorities and that they step okay. up but you're, 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 you're ignoring the point that I'm making uh, you're ignoring the point that I'm making about what I what I can do I know you're doing that but that's not relevant to what I was just saying hmm because we know that the, the authorities are going to drop the ball. It's all short term. We know that. And also, that doesn't help now. I'm, I'm not explaining it very well. I'm not explaining it very well. Let's go to the news. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
this is very exciting. I've come to Manchester on a cold, wet Sunday. I'm in Manchester for about two hours. Um, I'm going to the library to see an exhibition of Frank Sidebottom, Chris Seavey stuff. I'm meeting up with uh, Steve Sullivan, the director of the Being Frank film, and Dave Arnold, who's one of Chris's, Frank's good friends. Now, where might they be? Where might they be? There we go, look. It's Dave, hello mate. I've started already. I know, you try, I thought you'd be I'm like incognito. You know, I'm a professional. <laughs> there we go, look at this. Yeah. Hello Steve, how you doing? Again. You're right. We're, we're recording. Are we? We're in. Thanks for coming to Manchester. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. This is very exciting. Shall we get a, a taxi, motor vehicle to the venue? I, I don't know. Do I like don't know the... where it is. I don't know Manchester very well. Uh, let's get a taxi. Right, let's do it. Are you recording this in real time? Well, yeah. Right. We are now in the library. Lead the way, guys. This is... <laughs> Bobbins, the fantastic archive of Frank Sidebottom and Chris Seavey from the 1st of March. That's a Friday until the 30th of April. That's one of them Tuesdays. Absolutely free, boss. Thank you. Look at that. And there's a huge... Look at that picture. Stunning picture of... Well, it's, it's not technically a BMX, is it? It's a... Uh, no, it is. It's a BMX. Is it actually a BMX? It's okay. It's kind of a uh, cut price. Um, this is catalogue BMX. This is what I was thinking. It's yeah. a cut price. It says Frank popping a wheelie. Oh, bless him. Let's have a look. Oh, look at this, man. Look at this. This is quite. Uh, this is quite emotional, isn't it? Yeah. This is quite emotional. As you can see, it's a, it all ended up in a beautiful space that looks like the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> it does. It really does. Um, all right, look, the first thing's first. Frank's World model. Oh, his fingers are snapped off, look. Yeah. Maybe that's not first things first. <laughs> Should we go to first things first? Let's go to first things first. Okay. Go on, Dave. Oh, there's no, a side. No. First things first. That's not. No, okay. So this is first things first. Bobbins. Welcome to Bobbins, a celebration of the man with the papier-mâché head. I always thought it was a real head. That's disappointing. Frank Sidebottom and the life and art of his secretive creator, Chris Seavey. All done in fantastic, beautiful Frank font. What's where? Wherever you see the Bobbin signs, there's fantastic stuff to see. Wherever you see the not Bobbin signs, there's nothing to see. Wherever you see an eye, keep your eyes open for hidden stuff. You can watch rare videos of Frank and Chris in the iPod. You can listen to rare radio of Frank in the earpod. You can even have Frank Sidebottom on your coffee in the cafe. Fantastic. Let's have a look. Look at this. Oh, this is beautiful. Go on, talk so, us through this. So the exhibition, the exhibition starts here oh. with um, a display of Chris Seavey as a child. And as you can see, his creativity was pouring out of him from day one. 
What's this? The Private Life of Jerome Custard. These are little miniature books <laughs> that he used to make for his own amusement. We've got, we've got The Private Life of Jerome Custard. We've got Making Your Own Wet Jelly by Colin Cathedral. How to Be a Party Sensation by Harry Hedgehog. How old is he when he's... I mean, look at his beautiful little boy. How old is he when he was doing all this? Ten years old, I would imagine. Yeah. Early teenage eight, eight to eleven years old, this I is, thought. Eight, nine, ten-year-old kids, they write stories and they, you know, sometimes they'll make a little comic and stuff. But this is... These are proper little fully books. Fully farmed. Yeah. 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 And we've, we've even got one open so you can see they're not just covers. He actually wrote these little books. This is treasure. Where did you get all of this stuff from? Well, I, I kind of became like the temporary custodian of all Chris's stuff after I wrote to Martin, Chris's brother, yeah. about two years after Chris's death and said, look, has anyone ever thought about making a documentary about Chris? Not Frank specifically, but who was the guy inside the head? Oh, sorry, I've just seen this rather disturbing image of Chris with his painted nipples. Sorry, that's... that's well, that's... In the mullet. This, that <laughs> image right there, that's, that's, that's who was inside the head. Um, yeah, the, kind of, the image that we're looking at is of a, of a, a, a teenage youth who was painted painted himself red and black with house paint. Go on, sorry, you were talking about Martin CV, his brother. Just at, just at Martin, he went me straight back and said, look, it's a great idea. I've, I've got a hundred boxes of Chris's archive. It's all been emptied from his house. I've got nowhere to put it. If you can come and haul it away and try and make anything creative out of it, you'd be welcome to try. We should say, and we, we, I'll have said this before, but so you're Steve Sullivan. You're the director of Being Frank, the Chris CV story. Is that the full correct title? That's as long as we could possibly make it and still fit it on a poster. Why did you, why did you want to do it? Because I... <sighs> Because I was always a fan as a kid of Frank Sidebottom and I was always baffled by Frank Sidebottom and intrigued by Frank Sidebottom and I just wanted to know who was the guy inside the head and why was he doing it. And, and after, he, after Chris sadly died, it still wasn't any more possible to really have an answer to that question. And bear in mind, I'd worked with him as well. I'd made the Magical Timpley Tour documentary with him and, and the five minutes that I spent with Chris that day were just totally baffling and they just left me with more, even more questions than, than from meeting him. Yeah. Um, so, so I still needed, I still felt the world needed to know as well who was he and why was he doing it and he needed the credit finally as the creative yeah. genius behind Frank, not Frank always having just the credit. You know? Dave, introduce yourself as well. Dave Arnold, how do you know Chris? Uh, I know Chris from being just like a wide-eyed fanboy, uh, discovering Frank in the very early days, 87 maybe, seeing him in the enemy, um, and living locally, so being able to <coughs> you know, see him on the TV, yeah. um, go to concerts regularly. Which, and once you're hooked, you're hooked. You know, he would do a, a series of gigs, like Monday to Thursday, Templar lectures, and I'd go every, <laughs> every night religiously. Um, it's hard to join the darts, but eventually I ended up uh, becoming friends with him and um, taking on some responsibilities for getting him to. You were his roadie. That's yeah. Driver. That, that must have been um, dog's body. I mean, that must have been hard work. I mean, fun, but was was he manageable? Um, for the most part, yes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, could be um, really frustrating to be around. Yeah. In fact, could be dangerous to be around in, in some... In what way? It's just, a, just a reckless... Just a reckless guy with no... Um, not worried about any consequences of anything. Right. He would just go and do whatever without even really... But none of it done with malice? 
No. That's the thing. That's the thing I got from from Frank. And then when I, I mean, I know I knew Chris a little bit, not as well as you guys, but from Frank, it's just it's it's, it's the joy. There's no there's nothing. The only the only meanness and vitriol is directed at a cardboard puppet, little yeah. Frank. That's it. What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah. I mean, there's something Freudian going on, isn't it? There is. There's, there's, you need two Freuds to work that out, I think. <laughs> Let's have a look what we've got here. The Freshies, of course, were the, the, the greatest pop band that never really were. Uh, we've got some singles. Now, again, this is, you know, the, the, Chris was ahead of the curve in terms of the whole indie thing, of making his own records, making his own cassettes, making his own videos before anyone was really doing that, wasn't he? Yeah, he just um, was a total one-man DIY cottage industry. And he comes out of that punk scene, which was all about DIY culture, making something yourself and putting it out to just your fans and, and making your own statement that, that doesn't fit with the mainstream. But he even stands in opposition to all of that because he just he just lived his life like that as a philosophy. There's no sellout with Chris Seavey and Frank Sidebottom, um, partly because not many people were trying to buy it, I think, at the time as well. But um, you know, I know his brother says in the, in the film that... But, um, his cassettes weren't a limited edition they were a limited addition right. if somebody ever wanted one he'd, he'd just knock off a cassette yeah. and post it to them but he would post it to you you got the handwritten letter you know um, he just the level of detail and care and personalization and direct communication he had with his fans it goes beyond what any pop star would yeah. ever consider anyone would consider it beneath them and to Chris it was the point you know he was to have that communication I, think. I was saying he gave me a refund for a, a, a single that he'd run out of stock and he wrote me a check but he wrote it as Frank knowing that I was never going to cash a check that's written and signed by Frank Sidebottom of course it's even got stuck up against my wall The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio we'll get you talking and we're live 11.23 on Friday call straight to air Dis- dear listener 0344 499 if you want to hear the whole of that Frank Sidebottom uh, Chris C.V. tour around the museum um, then there is a 50 minute version of it um, if you go to Acast or uh, iTunes or your usual podcast provider uh, you can have a look there for that and it's um, it's joyous and it's delightful and the film is out the film came out today oh if you've seen the film today uh, being Chris being Frank the Chris CV story do give us a call and let us know what you made of it 03444991000 is the telephone number I can't wait to get the blue Ray, uh, which I think I get because I backed it on um, GoFundMe, but I can't remember. Uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe not. Anyway, either way, I'm going to buy the Blu-ray because the whole thing... When does it come out on DVD? It might be out on DVD already. Let's have a, a cheeky little look. Hang on a second, because um, being frank... Buy the, buy the soundtrack album, of course, because we only need to sell another... Uh, comes out on the 29th of April on Blu-ray. The Blu-ray's twelve ninety nine. And I know for a fact it's packed full of shiz, man. It's ab- more, there's more stuff on the Blu-ray than there is on the DVD. It's absolutely uh, packed full of stuff. Uh, so get that. Calls straight to air um, between now and Martin Kellner at one o'clock. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you missed the first hour, you you missed live with Clive or Clive is live or I can't remember what it was called, but it was a, a boring um, bloke from the, the West Midlands, which is not a boring place. It's a great place. I worked there for a while. And I love it. Uh, taking calls and that was that was that was the highlight of the first hour. Sweet Lord. 
That was the actual highlight. We're still trying to work out... This is where we were the last 25 minutes. We're trying to work out what cock garage is, which is something I have written down on my um, uh, little list of ideas. I cannot, for the life of me, remember... uh, I cannot remember what it is. So cock is either penis or bird, and garage is a garage. Cock's in a garage? I don't know. I've got absolutely no idea. Um, but you can give us a call about uh, anything uh, you want this evening. We're just happy to sit here for the next 93 minutes and take your phone calls. I'm not here next week. Kath is doing the show on her own. So if um, maybe there's something really, really important that you want to get off your chest to me and you've been wanting to say to me for a long, long time, um, well, you won't have a chance to do it next week. Because I'm going away, I'm going to a cabin in the woods. It's it sound it sounds more romantic than it is. It isn't like um, you know in American films when they go to a cabin and it's an actual cabin. It's it, it, it yes, it's a cabin, but inside it's it's actually quite a luxurious, hol- small holiday home in some woods with a few other small holiday homes scattered around and a log burner. Why do they call it a log burner and not just a fire? Hey. So something here's something. So I've got a fireplace in my house, and I've used it twice. And I've got um, my mother-in-law, my ex-mother-in-law, gave me wood the other day, and I don't. I, but now I won't get to use it. But then I looked at the fireplace. I just walked past it and looked into it two days ago, and there's all like twigs and stuff in the in the fireplace and behind the um, fire guard. Right, uh, but they're not like small twigs. They're like quite big twigs. What's that? Uh, Fifteen inches, right? They're quite big twigs. Now it looks like they've come down the chimney because it's been windy. I, you know, but they're big. They're big bits of wood to have tumbled down a chimney like that. I don't know. Is that? I don't know what. I don't know if that's possible, Catherine. What we need is some kind of chimney. Are there any trees over exit. your chimney? If only I had an aerial photo of my house so I could see. <laughs> there aren't. Um, no, there aren't. Well, no, no, there aren't. Well, where have they come from then? Someone's put them in your fireplace, Obs. Well, it, it's, it's only the cats. Um, you know, I've got I've got a woman staying at my house next week. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can hire, you can hire people to come and stay. You pay people. I should have just done it Airbnb. But you can pay people to come and stay at your house to look after your cats and your your jewellery, your diamonds. Your diamonds and pearls. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of those print CDs. Um, so I've got woman staying at, at my house, and she's going to feed the cats. If you want to go over and see the cats at any point next week, uh, Catherine, you're very welcome to. I know that um, Mucky doesn't. Mucky doesn't really like me, and she prefers you. How is that a thing? One of my cats prefers an infrequent visitor to my house <laughs> so she'll sit with me right lucky lucky the black and white one loves me and comes and sits with me and mucky comes and sits on me sometimes but not as much but as soon as catherine comes round, she won't come near me she's just r- up rubbing against your leg how is that possible i think she knows i'm a soft touch there's something going on there i'm very very uh suspicious it's not it's not um it's not fair it's not fair um have you got anything catherine as the calls because we played pre-recorded for 20 minutes 
um, the, the calls have dried up because the, the callers are slackers, let's be honest. As soon as I see a call on the screen, we'll take it straight okay. to air. 0344 499 1000. Go, okay. go, go ahead. Here's, go away. Here's go ahead. something that's, that stinks to high heaven and bullshine, but let's read it anyway. Okay, go on. Uh, time traveller from 2045 passes a lie detector and reveals who'll be president. Here we go, line one. Here we go, line one. Here we go. Here we Where go. do we go? Where we go? We, we go. Here we go. Go on. Well, let's go. Hang let's on. go. Let's do this. Who's going? You. A man claiming to be a time traveller allegedly passed a lie detector test. I hate news stories when they say claim. I, 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 Ian Lee claims his mother uh, was lost by care. I don't claim. It's a fact. She was lost by the care home. What, that this means... guy claims he. Th- this guy travelled through time. Let's believe yeah. him. Yeah. Well, mm, and he's passed his own lie detector. Apparently, they made a surprising revelation about who will be U.S. president in the future. The time traveller claims the future commander-in-chief is widely accepted as the greatest president the country has ever seen. Wow. The man says he was born in December 2019 and knows many things about the future. Okay. He agreed to take part in a filmed lie detector test with Apex TV, ah, that well-known outlet, in a bid to show people he's telling the truth. If in the footage, the man whose face is pixelated says he is indeed from the year 2045 and the word true appears on the screen... Because that's how lie detectors well, work. He, come on now. It sounds like you're not. It sounds to me, Dredge, like she's not approaching this with an open mind. <laughs> he goes on to say. Not with an open. He has a chip. An open what? Set, steady. Steady. He goes steady. on to say he has a chip in his Classic. hand called The One, and the aliens land on Earth in 2045, all of which seem to pass the lie detector screening. He's after. Mm-hmm. He's asked mm-hmm. uh, if dinosaurs have been cloned, and he replies, yes. There are, in fact, dinosaurs in a zoo. Well, that's zoo. happening. That's happening. They're bringing back the woolly mammoth. You know, you've, you've read that, haven't you? Excuse me? Hello? You've read that, haven't you? <laughs> they're bringing back the woolly mammoth. I've read it, like, years ago, but no, they still not brought it back. No, it was in the paper this week, Dredge. They are bringing back the woolly mammoth. What could possibly go wrong? Exactly. Well, where's it been? It's been dead, mate, but they found some of its um, spaff in a stone. Oh, God. And you can recreate it by putting it in an elephant um, dressed in a rug. He then you, see, you don't get this on LBC. No. You don't. No. For good reason. Yeah. He's then asked about who's the president, and he announces that Martin Luther King Jr.'s granddaughter, Yolanda Renee King, is in power. Double whammy. Female and black. Mm-hmm. Controversial. It won't be controversial in the future, thank God. The lie detector machine again responds with a positive response, saying his statement is true. Well, then you have to believe this, then. She's nine at the moment. Listen, listen. If we believe that that guy on Jeremy Kyle did have sexual contact up to uh, and in, uh, but not including uh, full penetrative sex if we believe that then we have to believe this guy it's the same technology it's the same technology for crying out loud i believe this guy dredge you, you you've lost me there you've lost me my kids have started singing I believe I can fly like a chicken in the sky, but chickens can't fly, so I believe I will die. And I don't know how I should feel about that. It's confusing on so many levels. It's a true song. 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 Let's just stay there, Dredge, because that's. You, uh, line two, you're on the wireless. There you go. I knew it was going to be something good. Dredge, what have you got for us? Or are you are you being anonymous tonight? Sorry, I've said your name, but we, we can forget that. It's straight to air, so you can be whoever you want. 
no, 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 I'm not anonymous this evening. That, that, that song sounded a bit like Cass, I must admit. It wasn't you, was it, Cass? I singing? don't think so, but no. maybe it's time-travelling, Cass. Could be. Could be. If I, if I, if I was time-travelling from the future, I would come back and prank me. I'd come <laughs> and wind me up. We know what you do to you. It was so, well, I, I would make love to myself. But if I came back really old, I wouldn't want to... Um, <laughs> a, a younger me, older you me... You are would, really old. Shut your face, shut your face. Older me would want to make love to younger me, but I don't know if younger me would want to make love to older me. So there's there's an ethical dilemma. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What should younger me do? Older me or nothing? <laughs> well, it's something we've all thought about. Yeah. Um, so I phoned up because I, I wanted to tell you about this weird new book. Yes. Is that is that all right? Is it called the Quran or the Bible? No, that's uh, that's out of my reach. Look at look at look at Dredge backing away from that. He doesn't he doesn't <laughs> want to get castigated by the extreme right Christians or the extreme right Muslims. Backing away from it. Backing away. Well done, Dredge. Well done. You've passed uh, your Thank first you. test. Oh, well done. And well done to you for passing your test. Oh, week. I'm being told by lots of people. Thank you that I might have a bird's nest in my chimney. Ah. Uh... Well, well, they're in for a shock. Oh dear. Isn't that a, a song by They Might Be Jones? Uh, yes, I believe it is. Bird, bird's Nest in Your Chimney. Well, they're in for a big shock, yeah. guys, because you're going to get fire up there. I'm going to start a fire and you're screwed. Fire up your where? Up your chimney. Thank you. Okay, so this, but tell so me about this, this biblical book. Okay. This, so this, cor- book this Quranic text. It, you, you're a big fan of this Tim and Eric lot, aren't you? I, I don't know much about them. I love myself. those guys. The Tim uh, Heidecker podcast, Office Hours, is just one of the greatest things. I, uh, I, I, I check my phone every single day, waiting for it to, you're going to like this, waiting for it to drop. And uh, when, it, when it, it does drop, I devour it. And I devoured this week's on the way in tonight. It's a joy. Which, which do you prefer, Tim or Eric? T- uh, Tim. Okay. Well, this is to do with Tim, whatever his name is, Heidegger, Heidegger. Yes. And it, he basically co-wrote this weird new book, right, called yeah. Giraffes in Horseback Salad. Have you ever heard of this book? It's new. No. Okay, so this is, to me, this is really interesting, right? Salvador Dali, in the late 30s, wrote a film treatment oh, for the Marx Brothers. For the Marx Brothers, yeah, 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 I have heard about and this. So... Now, uh, this guy, I uh, can't remember the guy who's actually put this together, but he's, he's like, spent five years... His name's Josh Frank. Together. And with this Tim guy, he basically made that. He's made it into a, a graphic novel that's just come out. And mm. it looks incredible. I mean, it looks completely weird. It's extremely baffling. And But this guy's done it. And uh, it's like a film in book form. So a book. It's really weird. So it's like a film in book it form, so it's a book. And, uh, I'm looking yeah, at it. I'm uh, looking at it now. I'm looking at it now. Is is we okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and freeloaders? I think that just about covers everybody. Ah, yes. Make way, make way for. And that's all I can see. That's all that Amazon will let me look at. Is it any good? It looks good as an art book. I mean, the art is brilliant, but the, the plot is baffling. The plot right. makes no sense. It's not. It's not particularly funny, but just the idea that someone's done this, like spent five years putting it together, is is, yeah. is worth is worth a bit of radio time. I think. Okay. Well, it's it's had some radio time, and we're going to say, uh, uh, is it an audio book format? 
Well, they've also made a sort of fake soundtrack to this film, oh. and so oh. some of that's available online. So just the, the, the amount of detail that's been put into it, I thought was interesting. Okay. So there you go, interest for you this evening on the radio. Okay, I'm going to cut you off now, Dredge. I hope that's all right. There we go. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Jeez, what's wrong with people? So I've got birds in my ch- in my chimney. It does sound like it, doesn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose I have to get... Well, do I have to get a chimney sweep? To, to will, will a chimney no, sweep... a hawk. Oh, we're going to get a hawk, not again. I couldn't get it out of the house last time. But a chimney sweep... Well, they're both quite damaging. A fire is going to cook them, and a chimney sweep is going to shove them. They, they, they're going to get popped up out of the, the thing. Well, how do we deal... Oh, God, now this is... Uh, this is a problem I was not expecting to have. How do we deal with a bird's nest in a chimney stack that's outrageous how rude of them hey yeah 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 a chimney sweep let me google it hang on a minute let's see birds can you not just get a really long pointed stick pointed no birds nest in chimney um oh shit what people envisage that the nest will be quite small like the traditional bird's nest you see in a tree the fact is that birds that like to build nests in chimneys, typically, typically jackdaws, will mm. drop quite large twigs down the chimney yeah. until one catches at an angle or a bend in the chimney. That's exactly That's what, what they've done! Oh, no! What if it's one of them bloody massive red kite things they have around your way? It's jackdaws or swallows or kites. It's kites! Oh, there's kites everywhere! Oh, God! Um... Jackdaws and swallows may nest in old cottages with very wide chimneys. Uh, uh, usually modern homes don't have enough chimney space. But here is uh, some advice if you do find birds in your chimney. Finding birds in your chimney. It is best to prevent this from happening. Well, now <laughs> you tell me. But if it happens, what? This can be achieved through regular sweeping of chimneys and by fitting a cowl to the chimney pot. Uh, if there are cut... What? If these, if there are currently active nests in the chimney, they must be left and fires not lit until they vacate their nests. This is for your safety regarding the risk of chimney fires, as well as it being an offence to intentionally take, damage or destroy any active wild bird's nest in the UK under the Wildlife and Countryside Act 1981. That's that then. Once inactive, get a chimney sweep out and get a cow fitted either by them or a builder so spend the big bucks so start so start spending the big bucks yes line two jesus hello what is this let's try line three good evening line three evening 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 line three Uh just after you, normally you're playing like the Rocky music and it kept getting stuck during the week. Yeah. I've just sent just sent you an alternative ending to Rocky Four on Twitter, if you want to have a look at it. Bit, bit busy now. Um... Uh, well, you know, like you could bring it into the show, that's all. I know you've uh, looked at YouTube videos before while you've been on air. I haven't got it. Where have you sent it to? Just on Twitter to you and Kath. Um, um, when did you send it? Uh, literally about two minutes ago, three minutes ago. Nope. I got it. I haven't got it. Maybe I've blocked this guy. Have I blocked you? Oh, I don't think so. I haven't blocked you. I haven't got it. Has he sent it to me? Oh, there it is. It's popped up. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. okay. Well, how long is it? 
No, no, it's only about 30 seconds, if that. All right, we'll go 30 seconds, OK. Is it, vi- is it visual? Yeah, it's visual, yeah. Well... OK, I'm watching it. Yep. It's more, be- it's more believable it than the real good. one, at all. It looks good. I watched it. It looks great. All right, yeah. Thanks very much. Uh, yes, line one. We can't hear it. It's too quiet. Um, so if there are birds stuck in your chimney that are not nesting, then they can be... Tr- screw those guys. Clever. This is clever. This is good. If there are birds stuck in your chimney that are not nesting, so they're just, like, falling in and they're stuck in the middle... Right. They can be retrieved by waiting until night time. This is from the RSPB. By waiting until night time and then making the room at the bottom very dark. <laughs> what? <laughs> and shining a very bright torch up the chimney. This entices the birds down to daylight and they can be caught in a sheet. What? I'm not catching sh- birds in a sheet with a torch. Um. So, right, so I've got to, um, what's this guy? There is, what's this guy? There's only one thing more boring than a friend telling you they've bought a house in the country. That's the same friend telling you about hiring and subsequently waiting in for the chimney. Well, luckily, Willis, we're not friends. So, um, and I wasn't telling you, you know, to get. Um, so, so I've got to wait until the birds, this bird has flown. When is that? When it goes quiet. When do, well, I can't hear anything. And then I've got to get a chimney sweep to come and put a cowl on the top and clean this. Jesus. Hey, 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 this is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Call straight to air. Let's go to, let's go to line one. Good evening, line one. Good evening, Ian. It's Nelly. How are you? Good, very well, thank you. What have you got for us tonight, please? Well, I've got I've got three things. You can choose whatever you want. If I've one of them's a quiz, you quiz. can get stuffed. Right, okay, I'll get that then. Uh, so, what two I've things got... have you got for us? So, I, I I could do another impression. No, okay. Uh, let's let's, uh, let's hope this third one's good. Otherwise, this is going to be a very very short phone it, call. It, 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 it is good. Um, okay. It's a hashtag me poo story. Um, okay, fine. Let's go for that. Let's go for that. So, uh, my good wife, yeah. uh, who I've been with for ten years, uh, when we first started going out... Uh, now, you say your good wife. I'm assuming that means you've got a bad wife as well somewhere, but you don't talk about her as much. She's, the bad wife is not involved in this story. This is just a story about the good wife. Well, it's a certain person, really, but... You know oh, OK. I mean. oh, fine, um, fine, fine, fine. Wasn't the good wife a programme with Richard Bryars in, where they um, started farming? Anyway, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. Yes, go on. Good life. Good life. I do apologise. Yes, that makes much more sense. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so we first started going out, and in the first few weeks, uh, went out, stayed at her place, you know, just have a, you know, muck about and that. Yeah, yeah. And, Why not? You're um, in love. But I, I saw one morning uh, in a shower, and she sort of came into the bathroom. Oh. 
and had a had had a wee. Oh, well, you were in the well, you were in there. Was it now? Was it a shower yeah, with a with a like a, a, a ribbed door so you could see you could kind of see the outline of it? No, it was a solid shower curtain, so there was a solid barrier there. That's slightly better, uh, slightly. Yeah, didn't like it. No. But, um, so yeah, but it was only a few weeks into the relationship, mm. and uh, she's laying I out her stall really... pretty early on there. Literally and metaphorically. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, she still does it now. I'm not happy with this. Anyway, the, um, I, I'm, at that point, I wasn't comfortable breaking wind no. in front of her. No, no. And I felt something. So I sort of took my, I took my thumb and forefinger no. and sort of opened my buttocks apart. Oh, I've done that. I pulled my buttocks apart so you don't make a noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that. You just, yeah. yeah. You never done that, Kath. No. You pull it apart. It doesn't make a noise. You can, <laughs> oh you can, God. you can squeeze one out without. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've done that. I have never. Here's the but, thing, um, Nelly. I've never, ever, broken wind in a noisy fashion in front of a partner. Never. No, never. Not to do it. No, can't do it. I think that's. I think that's partly why my marriage ended. I just couldn't. I wasn't relaxed enough. I was a bit, a bit um, <laughs> well, because of build-up of, of wind. <laughs> it was just so painful, I had to get out of there. That's what it was. Sorry, but, carry on. But the thing, the, the thing is, is it was more than what I thought it was. Are you about to tell us that you, a few weeks into your relationship, while you're having a shower and your um, then-girlfriend was having a pee in the same room, you did a shit in the shower? <laughs> it wasn't big, it was just like a... Oh, oh my well, god. And also through your extended thumb and forefinger. Wow. So I caught, I caught it. it was oh, fine. this is and not true. Th- this is not. You're making this up. I'm not. I'm seriously not. I'm seriously not. Okay. She left, not knowing what I'd done, and I could sort of, and I sort of clean myself up properly. Ugh. But it wasn't big. It was just, it was like, it was like a little tablets almost oh, of... no i'm sorry nelly it's not you it's me and actually Ooh. it's you i'm i'm you dumped well he, uh, he's, he's, he, dumped. Now, he dumped no we're gonna we're gonna never speak of this again that's disgusting yeah who'd have, and who'd, uh, i mean wow. and there's us thinking it was her that was a dirty no, madam it was him it was him it was uh, not quite me too but um yeah uh line two you're on the wireless <clears throat> oh, God. who's that that's you oh god Oh, hi. Um, uh, I've got a couple of big issues again. It sounds like Theresa May. Right, big issue right now. I've never cut the cheese in front of anyone. No. Nope. Well, I've, I've never. never I've done it. I've done it in front of people, but not in front of a partner. No. I couldn't do that. I couldn't I do want, that. Well, I'll tell you a good way couldn't. of cutting the cheese. Yeah. Here we go. If you're in a shop, in a, in a clothes shop or something like that, mm. look at a few clothes. There might be a few people around. Let one go silently. Then walk away and look at something else. Goes down with treat. Goes down lovely. <laughs> yeah, you with me? God, I was thinking. Why has it got to be clothes? Yesterday's show was too uh, well, scatological. Clothes, any, I, thought, I thought tonight let's let's try and raise the bar a bit. But no, we're back down yes, to this but, again. Look, <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't burp. I wouldn't swear. I wouldn't do nothing. Like You'd pass air over poo. Okay. Pardon? Okay. Well, that's that's. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm up, so I turn the lappy on or not? Yeah, why? Are you going to sing us a song? Oh, I'll take that setting up, I suppose, but I could do for before it shuts. One o'clock. Do you want me to do that? Yeah, I mean, I don't... I, I, want is a strong word. We'd allow it. Look, we've got, we've got, we've got <laughs> nothing to fill the airtime with. 
Yeah, I might as well whack the old lappy on then, yeah, I suppose. Yes, mate. That's the attitude. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give you a call back in a little while. That's so wonderful. It really is something to look forward to. When we see your name flash up on the screen, we'll dive we'll dive straight into that into that phone call. Yesterday was very uh, was very brown, <laughs> and I was hoping. I really did was think. Was it yesterday or the day before? Um, I mean, both probably. Yeah, and I was thinking, well, let's just let's try and end. The, the the run of shows let's try and end this series before you know the next next season starts in a, in a week's time let's try and end this series on a high and no it's gone straight down to the the back door again that's what the people want people are obsessed yeah. people are obsessed um do women because here's the thing but men are called out as being um breast men or leg men or bums men. I've never been. A, I've never been bums men. I'm a bumsman. A bumsman. <laughs> Very lowbrow. I've never been a fan. I, I'm not a massive fan of boobs. I like a nice bum. I like a back. Right. I like a back. I think a back is a very erotic part. But do women? Do women look at men's bums? Yeah. To think. Oh, I wouldn't mind. Some do. But why they look? Because when a man looks at a woman's bum. Mm-hmm. How, how do I say this? You you can do something with it. Oh wow, really? That's what that's about, is it? But what women? I mean, you can, but it's more expensive. But women very rarely. So what are you looking at a man's bum for? What are you hoping to get out of it? Not oh, what God, Nelly look, was talking about. No. But <laughs> what are you? When you look at a man's it's, bum, what are you hoping it, to get out of it? It's more about you know. It's more about the muscular nature of it. You know, uh, aesthetics. We're not necessarily hoping that we're going to be able to, in some way, interfere with it, the way it would appear men do. Okay. Which well, was a, is a new one on me. Yeah. I just thought it was about shape. Um. You know, I like a, I like a, I like a well turned shoulder. You like your shoulder, do you? Yeah, okay. I like a shoulder. You know, you want you want someone. No one ever said, but no one ever says I'm a sh- I'm a shoulder woman or I'm a I'm a behind the knees kind of guy. No one ever says yeah, that. It's always boobs and bums. Everyone's got their thing, I think. Yeah, I'm a I'm a little toe kind of uh, chap. That's the thing that gets me going. Yeah, that's some kind of pervert. Um, let's uh, line one. What kind of guy or gal are you? Hello. Yeah. What kind of guy yeah. or gal are you? What's that mean? It means, what kind of guy or gal are you? I'm just myself, isn't it? Okay. But what kind of guy or gal are you? I'm just a guy, basically. Okay. But what kind of guy or gal are you? Give me an example. What kind of guy or gal are you? I'm a behind-the-knees kind of guy. What kind of guy or gal are you? No, but I don't think this is like radio poopy, is it? <laughs> well, what kind of guy or gal are you? This isn't radio poopy, is it, Ian? I'll decide that. It depends. Thank you. So it depends what kind of guy or gal you are. So I ask again, madam, what kind of guy or gal are you? From the back. Thanks very much indeed. Oh. From the back. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Sorry, I should have asked for a bed. It doesn't matter. No, there it is. I don't want it now. I do want it, actually. I don't want it. Oh, th- I do want it. I don't want it. Oh, three, four, four. There's only another 58 minutes to go, and then it's home time. Then I'm on my holidays. 
My holidays are starting. It's funny, I'm going away with the boys next week, and I'm so thrilled. I love those kids so, so much. And uh, we're going to have such a laugh. It's uh, just, just me and them. It's uh, four nights together, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, four nights together, and we're going to have a laugh. We're taking our bikes. Spent all day trying to get a bike rack on the back of my car, and I was, uh, anyway, take our bikes, going to go to the woods. We're going to do archery. We're doing like a, um, like a, like a, you know, for kids, woodland survival day where you get learned how to make a den. I think you learn how to start fires and stuff like that. Oh, I must get a torch. I must get a torch tomorrow because we're going to go out in the night. Although, out of nowhere, they said, um, so in the woods, right? They're seven and nine, right? In the in the woods at night time, is Jason going to be there? I said, well, who? Is Jason going to be there? I said, who's Jason? They said, oh, he we- he's a guy and he wears a mask and he's got like a chainsaw. Oh, my God. I mean, you mean Jason from the Friday the 13th films? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I said, no, Jason is not going to be there. Can we watch the trailer for Jason? Now, I made the mistake of showing them the trailer of The Ring. That was a big mistake. Every 20 seconds, my youngest would, would cover his eyes and go, stop it, stop it, stop it. Okay, press play again. <laughs> And then 20 seconds. Okay, stop it, stop it. You could do it in 20 second chunks. I said, guys, I'm not showing you the trailer for the. I've never even seen a Friday the 13th film. I, I imagine they're not very good, but but quite slash-tastic. I said, I said, guys, I'm not going to show you that. I, I, is, is he real? Are the films real? What, said, a documentary? Yeah, I said, no, the films are not real. It's just a... It's, Jason is not going to be there. Because I do want to... I know that I, I want to go out, you know, for like a midnight walk and they will cack their pants and they they won't want to do it but particularly if they think that jason's gonna be there but so we're going there next week and we're, we're it's so it's in these woods and it's kind of on the outskirts of a town so we'll spend a bit of time in the woods and then we'll go into the town and see maybe go and see a film or i might I'm actually i might save the cinema to the week after because i want to see shazam which looks brilliant but we might go into the town we might find a swimming pool they're into really into swimming at the moment um, do some bike rides, you know. So we got we got got stuff to do. There's a little cafe there, so we can go and eat there. But I'm going to do a big Tesco shop on Monday morning, so we got food to have in the cabin and all of this. But as any parent will tell you, the, going away with your kids, particularly when it's like one parent going and it, you you got no one to share it with, that's not a holiday for the adult. It's fun. I cannot wait. I'm going to laugh so much because those boys just are the funniest people I've ever met. They make me laugh and laugh and laugh, and it's going to be great. But it ain't going to be relaxing no, it's for not me because they're going to be getting up at like half six, seven every morning. There'll be no, no PlayStation. I might take the switch, but there ain't going to be no PlayStation. I think, I think unless you're going away with you know fifteen and sixteen year olds, and that's a whole different yeah. kind of holiday. It's just the same thing somewhere else. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I don't see enough of my kids. I I, I, I see them actually. You know, I, I see them every week. Um, normally a, cu- a couple of times a week at least, but I don't, I don't, I, I miss them a lot, and so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to take some books, we're going to take some Uno's, a couple of board games. We will have the Switch, but that's not what it's going to be about. Um, I know the, the 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 place that we're staying in; they've given me like the entertainment package, so we got movies um, to watch and stuff. But it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be tiring. So I'm thinking I'm, I might take a week off in May. On my own. I need to find out. My favourite um, Japanese band... Um, have I got... Uh, my favourite Japanese band are Box. And um, I need to find out if they're doing any gigs this year. Because I'm kind of toying with the idea 
of going to Japan at some point and seeing Box do a concert. That, for me, would that would be the dream. The, the dream holiday. I go to Japan for 10 days and I'm um, going to see my band and go and get some good food. And I've got some good friends over there. And uh, so I'm going to email Psycho, who is a... Uh, um, uh, tell you what, let's talk to Line One while I send an email to my friend in Japan. Good evening, Line One. You're on the wireless. Sorry, yeah, well, you know, I, I haven't, um, I, unfortunately, I haven't got the lappy on, but I've got a song ready, yeah? Okay, here we go. <clears throat> here it goes. I want sorry, 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 stop, 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 stop. Could you cough yeah. or have a drink of water or something? Because you are rolling grollies there and it makes me want to chunder. Well, I'm a bit cold. Everyone, everyone's a critic, I mean, Andre. seriously. People said the same thing cold. when Bob Dylan went electric. No, sorry, I can't help that. I've got a bit of a sore larynx on me at the moment. Can you cough? Just clear a little bit. <coughs> okay. All right, here we go then. Go. I want some girl to wreck it for me. A big strong girl to wreck it for me. And if she's ugly, I don't mind. She has a pump and I want to grind. Want to grind, want to grind. Let her wreck it for me. My dick is in a terrible oh, okay. state. Okay, uh, what did he say? My dick is in a terrible state, I which is probably true. I think the, <laughs> imagine the state of his. It must be rancid. <laughs> it's like a dairy farm down there. Um, let's go to line two. Good evening, line two. You're right, Ian. I'm gr- absolutely great, yes. So, Ian, can you please do, like, one of your prank calls? Oh, God. I don't really... I don't do prank calls. <laughs> yeah, but I went on YouTube once and searched your name, basically. And there's, like, many of your prank calls, and they're, like, quite chucklesome. Why don't you go back there and enjoy a few more? I don't do prank calls. Because I, I looked at them all. I really want you to do a live prank call, I beg you, please. Well, name one prank call I've done. The Barclays one, the Barclays scammers. That wasn't a prank call. That was scammers who tried to rip me off and I called them out. That wasn't a prank. That was serious. That was serious, hard-hitting journalism. Yeah, but you're really funny in that call. I'm a funny guy. I'm one of the funniest. Who fucked Please, please, can you do, like, a prank call or something? Oh, you prank call talks for... That's the one you did. That's the one I remember. Okay, thanks. I'm I'm not... I... We can tell you now, caller, I will not be doing any prank calls ever again. Thanks thanks very much for your call. Now, now, just bear with me. I'm going to do a wicked prank call. Hang on, I'm going to phone him back. And mm-hmm. I'm going to prank him. Right. Okay. Shh, shh, shh. Hello? Yeah, hi there. This is the police from uh, Texas. I believe you called us. <laughs> this is the police from Texas. I believe you called us. What's the problem, sir? What's the problem, sir? Is there a problem? You're wasting police. You're wasting very uh, precious. You're wasting very precious police time. What's what the hell is going on here? So I just wanted to Who the hell is this? Call. Who the hell is this piece of trash? You're wasting police time. We're trying to hunt down uh, the son of Osama bin Laden, and you're wasting our time. You're a goddamn piece of trash. You waste the police time again. I'm going to put a cap up your ass. And that's how you do a prank call. That's how you do it. Simple as simple as. Um. Here's, here's the thing, right? And he won't be listening. He has genuinely just given us given us tacit permission to properly prank call him. So when I get back from holiday, 
we're going to come in before the show and we're going to prank Mo and record it because oh. he's given us permission. He's asked for a prank call. This is what I did when I was at LBC. Sheila from Cock Foster's phone. You should do prank calls, Ian. You should do prank calls. Don't do prank calls. They're lazy. You should do prank calls. I said, I'm not going to do it. I'd never fall for one. The next day, I phoned her up and uh, uh, told her I was the police and that she'd been caught shoplifting and that we wanted her to come in. And she shit herself. So we, we'll, we'll, we'll get Mo at some point. We'll do a prank Mo call. Mo just unleashed the whirlwind. In it. Good evening, Line One. You're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, Line One. I'm looking while I'm... T- listen, while I'm talking, I'm not completely yeah. focused. Um, oh. I am looking at night... Night vision deserves a quiet light. I'm looking at night vision goggles. Um, Why? Because I want to go in the woods at night and see... But they're all quite, oh, right. they're quite expensive. No, 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 What you should do is get a Jason mask. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't scare my little babies. No, don't scare my little babies. Just, just, you don't have to wear it. Just put it on their bed at night. See, there's all these things, right? There's all these things. That they're, like, they're like the night vision goggles. Are like really, really, they're like 150, 200 quid. But then there's these things called Spyx night mission goggles. And what they are, they're, they're like glasses that... Um, have like a little light coming off the front. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you got like little lights coming off the front, and I'm really, really tempted to get. Let me look at the video for um, these 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 goggles. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. Up to 15 meters away. 15 meters. Spy X power scope. Spy on your enemies, day or night. <laughs> your enemies. Spy X night vision goggles. There we go. See in the dark up to eight meters away. Spy X risk talkies. Talk with other spies over 3K away. Spy X. Spy like a pro. Anywhere, anytime. Spy X roll in spy bug, power scope, night vision goggles, and risk talkies. Each sold separately. I'm not convinced that they're going to do... I might just buy... We've got, walk, we've got walkie-talkies already, so I might just buy a talk. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Sorry, yes. How are, you, how are you supposed to spy on someone if they've got lights on them? I mean, sort uh, of... That makes... Yeah, you're it's right. It's a little bit of a giveaway. It's a little bit funny. Yeah. But it, it, in that video, I have to say, it was three young men in their, like, 13, 14, who seemed to be spying on a girl who was about 16 who was making popcorn. And then when she... Then oh. when they jumped out uh, to reveal their spying, she threw the popcorn in the air. Oh. So I'm oh, not... in them early, then. I don't know yeah. exactly what their mission was. <laughs> um, but if it was to it make a girl it. throw popcorn in the air, they succeeded. All three of them. Oh, dear. Anyway, what can we do for you, Line 1? Um, oh. I just phoned up to say hello. And, um, yeah, you were talking about um, about what, 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 uh, what women like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, well, no, that's really not, to be confu- so... not to be confused with the Oscar-winning movie What Women Want, yeah. with starring Mel Gibson, which is a great movie. And if any men really want to understand women in this uh, hashtag MeToo era, I would suggest watching What Women Want, because it really does help you get inside the minds of ladies. If I read that film yeah. right, what women wanted was for him to steal all their ideas and then use their own mind to kind of stalk them. Yeah, yeah, they wanted an anti-Semite yeah. to um, bully them. <laughs> but he didn't call her sugar tit, so maybe he's... Um, he's improved. He's improved. He's learning. He's mm. learning. He's learning. Okay, so go yeah. on. Yeah, go on. Go on. Well, no, I was just thinking, right. Well, I'm bi, so I can go, I, you know, I, 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 you know, I like a bit of both. Yes. Um, but with men, yes. I quite like a hairline on a man. I have, I what have a mean? knack. What's a hairline? Yeah. What, I don't know what that means. What do you mean, trouser beard? 
No, they're hairline. They're actual hairline. I don't know what that means. Forehead or neck? Or your hairline. Your forehead. Like, the, the, like, he- <sighs> see, I'm getting, I'm getting all, no, the, the hairline. Your hairline. I don't know what that means. Nice hairline. What do you well, mean? You know what a hairline is. No, I don't. don't That's why I keep saying I don't know what you mean, because I don't know what, what you mean. Why is a hairline? Oh, the way your hair, oh, the shape of your hair on your head. Right. Well, do you, I don't know what this means. Well, where your skin turns into hair. Yeah. Okay, well, what? The hairline, that's not a word. Like the difference between your forehead and your actual it's hair. A, hairline isn't a word. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Of course it's a word. Okay. Okay, I don't believe you. And, well, look it up. Um, And I have a, I have a knack for, for, for um, knowing if a bloke is good-looking... By the back of his head. Okay, okay, that's a skill. That's a skill. Yeah, that is a skill, and it's and it's not failed me. The back of the the hair at the back of my neck now meets the hair at the top of my back. Mm. It's just no, it's just now it's mm. now just 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 one line from the from the oh. top of my head all the way down right to my ass crack. My granddad used to be like that, and I remember vividly one. And of I my don't early, care. I don't uh, care anymore. One of my early memories was my mum <laughs> shaving my da- granddad's neck. So shaving his hairline oh. in. They do that. Do you mean hairline at the back or the front? No, the front. You know, like a, some people have like a widow's peak and things like that. I like a widow's peak, but that's the, what yeah. a hairline is. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, we're I there. Like... We're in. We're in. We're in. I like um. Yeah, you I like, I like the hairline of men that have got really expensive wigs. <laughs> Because okay. you, you can only tell if you're getting close, and I like I like seeing I like seeing the fake hair and the little the tiny little bit of matting underneath that we, is affixed. We were fascinated by Ted Danson for a long Ted time. Ted Danson's we? hair is a, is a work yeah, of art. What is that about? Well, I think I've worked it out. You, you gone? You think it's long at the front? Yeah, I think he's got long at the front, and he sweeps it. Oh, he's got like some kind of um, the, the the main sort of bulk of the hair piece is in the middle, and he sort of combs his ordinary hair around it. Mm, right. Yeah. yeah. So he's got this lovely big white bouffant, and yeah. it's, it it looks luxuriant and thick. But actually, what you've just got is a really long fringe and sideies. Yeah. Oh. He's done a good no. job, though. Oh. Fair play. It's, Fair it's play. a good job. It, it looks yeah. Great. It looks great. It so looks yeah. Great. So right. yeah. Hairline. Okay, so hairline. Oh, and the other one. Yes. Neck to jaw ratio. <laughs> what do you mean? That isn't a well, thing. Well, like, for example, Paul Newman. Yeah. Oh, so if you like his chin him, to stick to jut out? If you look at him from the side, yes. his neck-to-jaw ratio is very attractive. It's quite okay. Caesar-like. Okay, okay, okay. I, I'm getting that. That makes idea. sense. It makes absolutely no sense at all, Sally, but thank you very much for your call. It's, it's appreciated, in as much as it filled in some time. So thank you for that, you uh, deviant. Let's go. Hey, it's Nigel in Maidstone. Hey, Hello. Hello, Nigel. Oh, hi, hi, Ian. Hi, Catherine. Hiya. What you got for us, Nigel? I just woken up. I just woken up. Well, Catherine asked me to it's, ring the it's, show. It's the it's year twenty. It's the year twenty thirty-two. You've been asleep uh, for thirteen years. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> thirteen oh, years, Nigel. I've just done the washing up and, and cleaned the saucepan very quickly before I rang the show. Never clean the saucepan quickly. It's worth taking never, time over. Never cleaned it quicker. It's worth. Um, it's worth taking time over to get a nice clean saucepan. I, I um I went to uh, 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 Helen Grant's earlier. Yep, the MP. And uh, yes, at the place I've got an appointment on Monday to see someone. Brilliant. From Croft 
cross to do with uh, helping people with bills and brilliant finance, finances on Monday. Yeah, great. Well, that's great. That's great. It sounds like yeah, things are starting mm, to move sorry. forward a little bit. Yeah, you don't sound but convinced. I, I was so t- I'm so tired all the time. I, I I'm not taking any more tablets. Drained all the time. Nigel, uh, Nigel, Nigel, you've got to yeah. speak to your doctor about the tablets. You can't just stop taking. You can't keep stopping and starting or stopping. Or, you've got to follow no, no, your no, doctor's I'm instructions. The same, same amount. No, it's just uh, I, I okay. feel a lot tired for some reason. Okay. And um, I just curled up on the bed. I, I just, I just seem to want to keep sleeping all the time. Well, then don't fight it, man. Embrace it. Go to sleep. Yeah. Go to sleep. Yeah. Your body yeah, is telling I, you you I'm need. Not re- I'm not really asleep. I just. Yeah. It's just, um, I feel tired, but I'm not really asleep properly, you know. Well, you can rest, because your body is mm. telling you that you've been under a lot of stress, and you're exhausted yeah. and you need a rest. I, I've got to go and see a man tomorrow, though, to try and borrow some money, because I haven't got any money till Wednesday. And there's things I want, to, apart, um, th- thank you for the food, of course, but <laughs> there's things I need to buy. Okay, hang um, on a second, who are you I going, who, hang on, Nigel, them. Nigel, Sorry. who are you going to yeah. see t- t- about borrowing money from? Uh, a friend of mine. Uh, it's just a friend. He has been a friend for a long time. Um, what, uh, what's his job? Has he got a job? No, no, he's retired. He's 80. He's 80. Right. He's uh, retired. Uh, 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 have you borrowed money from him before? Yeah, yes, from his wife, yes. Okay. About, about and, then, and, then, and then you pay it back? No, they didn't want it back. Okay, they're, okay, they're, all right, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what do, you not, need to, what, do you need to, what do you need to buy that you haven't got? Because I bet you don't need it. Well, I can't. I can't get anything to shave. For. I want to. Need, I need to shave. I, okay. I don't want to go a bit. And I need to get a modium. So you, I have a modium every day, which okay. is a couple of pounds a day. And uh, I need to get. I need to get my a prescription on Monday, which I can't get. You have to pay for some prescriptions because okay. it's all right. private. Well, go and, you're going to have, have a work as long as you, you know. Just, just you need but to. All that, basically, all I need is about um, twenty quid to go on with till Wednesday. About okay. twenty pounds. Okay. Well, go and go and have a word with your friend and see what he says. But, uh, but uh, I should. I, I, I've asked people to do, various people today, but I just couldn't get any money. No. Well, go and, go and speak to your friend. I'm so fed up about. Yeah, um, I know. I know. Well, hopefully, hopefully, with when you speak to this person on Monday, hopefully they're going to be able to start uh, going through your bills and your uh, yeah. uh, your benefits and 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 maybe help point you in the direction of but saving now I'm a bit of money. Oh, the bank money because of um, they should have got. Uh, I went to the bank and they should mm. said that. Um, the council should have got permission. Okay. To well, take listen, money Nigel. Nigel. Bank. Nigel. You need mm. to. You need to speak to this person on Monday, okay? Because there's nothing we can do now. Well, I'm supposed to sign something yeah. before Nigel, they take the money. Nigel. Out the Nigel. Bank. You need yeah, to. Yeah. You, Nigel. There's. There's nothing we can do mm. about it now. So but you I need. Nigel. 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 Mm. Please listen, mm. mate. There's nothing we mm. can do about it now. So you need to speak. To, mm. You need to tell all of this to the person that you meet on Monday, okay? It's Mother's Day Sunday, and I wanted to buy her some flowers. Okay, mm. well, you, you, well, you, you might not yeah. be able to. Mm. Yeah, I know it's sad, but you've got to be realistic, okay? So I did have another friend that promised me some money, and he hasn't turned up. Okay, I well, maybe. Well, listen, thing. times are tough for everybody. Maybe they haven't got the mm. money. You can't. You can't. Nobody you, seems to have any money, do they? No, they days? don't. No one has any money these days. You can't. Everyone keep, I speak to doesn't seem to have any money. Yep, you can't keep being reliant on other people so mm. you need to speak mm. to this person on monday and tell them everything and hopefully they will be able to help sort things out mm. okay all right okay all right nigel have a good weekend mate yes bye-bye 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 i don't know this is talk radio the late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on talk radio
344 499 1000. Call straight to air until one o'clock when Martin Kellner comes in. Good evening, line one. You're on the wireless. Michael Rosen in Paris. I can't understand. I cannot understand a word you're saying. Can you hear me now? It's really muffled. Why is why is everyone any better now? Why is everyone unable to use telephones anymore? What is wrong? Everyone's muffled. Everyone's talking like that. I can't hear them. Is the enunciation better now? It's not the enunciation because that's not a thing. It's the muffledness of the phone call. Hello. They've gone. <laughs> Thank God. It was pointless. Phone Ian. Hello. H- Hello. Hello. Is that Ian? Yes, it's Ian. Is is that a muffled drunk it's man? Ian. It's Dougie. Um, a couple of years ago, you like dissed me off. I I apologise. <laughs> going through the same shit as what you and Nigel were going through. Um, just being put on different drugs from like uh, a psycho whatever you call them, antidepressants. Right. Um, Fragabalin, they put me on. I don't know if you know about them. I'm not a pharmacist or a doctor, so I don't know what specific drugs are and what they do, I'm afraid. I only know what the drugs I take uh, I I, I do. I'm, I'm in the same bubble, bud. I am in the same bubble. I don't know what that means. What bubble is that? Depression. Okay, right. Anxiety, depression, feel like ending it all. Um, last time I spoke to you, oh, you, you're talking about taking your kids out, yeah? My youngest, uh, I take him fishing. I go carp fishing now. Yes. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Say under psychiatrist, psychiatrist, doctor, change me tablets. Yes. Search, search for lean or something. Right, okay, like I said, I'm um, not a pharmacist, so, yeah. No, I know, but it took me off for that, and they put me on. Okay, for, is, is it working or not? To be honest, bud, well, you're not me bud, but honestly, Ian, okay. I feel different. Right, but is it working or not? I don't know what 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 does normal feel like. I didn't ask if it was normal. I asked if they were working. It feels better than what I was on. Then there you go. Then it's doing something. Are you mixing it with street drugs? Uh, um. Um. Here, 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 here we go. Here I we go. Take, um, that's rich man's. What's your language? You shut up. What's your language? One more swearing. You're off. So what are you taking? Right, and you're buying that off the street, yeah? Yeah, Well, then that's why you feel lousy, mate. What else are you taking? Me prescription drugs. What? Just me prescription drugs. Okay, well, listen, how do you think mixing street drugs with your prescription drugs is gonna, is gonna go, is gonna work? It ain't gonna work. So, listen, if you wanna get well you've got to make you've got to put some effort in and do some work and and one of the things you've got to do is stop taking street drugs 
Yeah, but Ian... No, 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 there's no yeah, but. you just got to stop taking street drugs. And it took me years to get that. I was on all kinds of antidepressants. And I keeping know, it, keeping I know, it, keep, I know. Will you shut up? I was on all, all kinds of antidepressants uh, and keeping it quiet from my doctor and my psych that I was also smoking loads of weed, doing loads of pills and taking loads of cocaine. And then when I said that, the, a light went off and the doctors went, ah, well, do you think maybe... There might be a connection between you being depressed and you doing cocaine and ecstasy and weed. And I went, no. And for years I went, no. And then I realised that there probably was. I know, I know. Right, don't shout at me. Right, you got well, don't two give me, don't give me, Don't give me a butt then. Just don't give me a butt. I won't oh. shout at you if you don't give me a butt. You need to stop taking the diazepam. Yeah, but the last time I spoke to you, there's a but. You there's gave a but. Me, uh, <sighs> there's your but. Um, you're, doing, you're saying you're saying you're phoning up to tell you, me. You, 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 no, listen, you I can't need talk. To look I, after your kids. Yeah, I know. I need to look after my kids. That's what I'm doing. And you are. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah here's you, the thing. Here's the, the thing. Here's can. the thing, Stuggy. I can't talk to anyone t- t- tonight who's drunk or stoned. I can't do it because it's too frustrating for me. I'm not drunk or not stoned. So why are you slurring getting, your words? I'm, I'm get well because I diazies. Yeah, exactly. So you're stoned. So I can't talk to you, man, because you're you're, you're slurring your words. I'm, you're not you're not listening to anything I'm saying, and nothing's going in. I'm wasting my breath talking to I you. I have. Man. I have. Thanks very much for your call, because that's not not what I said at all. Didn't say you were effed up. I'm getting to the conclusion, when people are that wasted, it's just pointing, it's just just a waste of time. It's just a waste of time, because he's not listening. He's high as a kite, or he's he's down, his diazepam is a downer, I think, isn't it? It's a a, a, a diazepam, so yes, it's going to make you drowsy and sleepy. So none 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 of the excellent advice... I'm giving is um, is going to help. So um, uh, so there's, there's no point in me giving my excellent advice. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. And also, if you're going to drop two F-bombs, I missed the first one, but I got the second one. If you're going to do two F-bombs, and I, I can't help. I and mean, you're only doing two F-bombs because you... Uh, He's kidding. He's saying, don't shout at me then. <laughs> Yes. Hello, Ian. Yes. That's Basil. Hello, Basil. Hello, Ian. Long time no speak. Yes. yes I liked your picture earlier on of you with the Frank Sidebottom record. Thank you for the support. Oh, good. I love I love Frank. Have you well, seen Have I you seen the Frank. film yet? No, not yet. I've not even played the record yet. But uh, I, 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 well, thank but you for I've the support, a... man. That's great. It's, it's appreciated. I used to speak, I used to um, chat, sort of chat with um, Frank um, years ago on MySpace. Oh, okay. You know that they've, um, like last week, they accidentally deleted nearly all of the first 15 years of MySpace. So everything that was on there is gone. I've not been on there for a year. I'm not sure. If I've, well, I've probably gone as well. And I've not well, been my, on there well our pages like were up. We looked at our pages a couple of weeks ago. Um, but. Uh, uh, none of us could remember our login. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what mine is. I'll never get back no. on there again. Now, if, no. if I could. Well, um, so do you know, have you ever have you ever watched um, a TV show that no. you thought you were going to really hate, and then 
you, then you ended up loving it. Sex and the City. Was that one? Oh, I never watched that. I oh, mate, I loved, I loved that. And I used to watch it ironically with, with a girlfriend. I, maybe huh. my, I can't remember. Maybe my wife can't remember. I used to watch it ironically. And then about three episodes in, I thought, oh, this is really good, actually. But I can't now pretend i can't now drop the uh, uh, the thing and say that i'm enjoying it so i just used to slag it off but actually i used to love it it's a great program yeah my my wife loves um rupaul's drag race oh yes yeah, it's a good show man rupaul she, is, i don't yeah. quite understand i don't understand it but it's fun to watch well she hot, was watching hot it girls I, just I, hot I girls in, on there i love it yeah i came i came um in and out of the room and it was on and i said what is this and uh uh, you know, I walked out of the room again, and she tried to describe what it was like, and I, it just sounded terrible. Yeah. But I started to, sometimes I'd sit in the room and, and it'd be on, and I'd be looking at it and out the corner of my eye, and then gradually, bit by bit, it's I got into it. And now, on. It's, now it's one of, what, one of my favourite shows now. <laughs> it's weird, it's a weird programme. I don't really watch it religiously, but it start, the first half is like these sort of geeky, horrible, bitchy men. The second half is just yeah. hot girls. I say let the hot girls do the whole show get rid of the guys at the start i don't know what that's about equal opportunities i suppose just have those hot those hot women don't tell him Basil. all the way through man alive <laughs> I, i'm living on my own now so i can enjoy that show to the max beautiful beautiful nice Beaut- not very nicely tucked most of them are sorry tuck he said tuck he said tuck yeah. i hope he said tuck yeah. after our last call yeah no it's, 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 it's weird although rupaul's got to be like 65 now yeah, maybe, yeah. Do you remember when uh, Rupaul uh, did that song with Elton John? Yeah. <laughs> um, the, yeah ki- the Kiki D song. I saw the video just yesterday, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, oh, you went on YouTube <laughs> a bit, did you, and did some research? <laughs> Rupaul's yeah, hot. Yeah, well, my, Rupaul's hot. If I was still drinking, yeah. if I was still drinking, I'd, pro- I'd probably, and um, Rupaul took a shine to me, then I could see us <laughs> having a, I could see us having a bit of fun one night. It's 58. Oh, yeah. 58. Oh. Uh, 58. Oh, uh-huh. oh that's, uh fine it's in his prime yeah. it certainly is it certainly in her prime in her, in her prime uh basil thank you very much indeed let's go to line two line two you're on the wireless just for the record i can have a shit in front of my partner thank you very much indeed well that's good to know that and uh, that's excellent excellent stuff indeed this is talk radio the late night alternative with ian lee unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio we have ways of making you talk sent me a, like a text that's like the size of war and peace hang on i can't uh okay right okay i i thank you i can't i've got time to read that uh call straight to air last 25 minutes of the show line four you're on the wireless and you're a liberal cook free tommy robinson hey twat Thank you very much indeed. They've cancelled Brexit. That's the news. That's the latest that we've got there. Let's go to line seven. You're on the wireless. Just for the record, I can't have a shit in front of my partner. Okay, can people stop phoning up and telling us whether they can or cannot defecate in front of their partners, please? Crying out loud. Do not care. I am not interested in any of that. Baby, baby, baby! What you got, Boyley? Uh, all right, have this. Have it. Jesus Christ found in Margate woman's halloumi wrap. Oh, I was going to... Yeah, I've got that. Go on. <laughs> Lucy says she had the distinct feeling she was being watched as she made the snack. 
A woman feared oh, the rapture. Rap. I, could, I could have a hulumi rap right now. Have we got pizza out there? Are you taking yours home with you? No. No? I'm taking yours home with me. You are. Beautiful. I, put, I already put it in your box. Beautiful. A woman feared the rapture. I have to spent, hide it because the cats eat it. Yeah, make sure you do. Because yeah. they're evil. Okay. Rapture with a W was coming when she claims to have spotted the face Rapture. of Jesus Christ in a tortilla. Jesus Christ. Lucy from Margate, Kent, says she had the distinct feeling she was being watched by the Guaca Holy President. Okay. Presence. And she mm. made herself a halloumi rap. President. You, I know. And that, um, that kind of ruined the story. Yeah. Mr. President. To you. Oh, the 31-year-old noticed the portion she'd torn off to munch appeared to have eyes gazing up on her. Mr. President. Stop it. Stunned, she claims to have put the two pieces back together and saw his voluminous beard and all stamped on her tortilla. Mr. President. Lucy told the son online, I bought it from Morrison's and tore a bit off to eat. When I got home, I noticed two eyes peeping back at me and instinctively decided to... This is what you just said, but now you're, you're allowing me to say it. Lo and behold, the bottom half had a full beard. I sent it to all my friends and they reckon it's definitely Jesus. Now, here's the thing, right, because we all know Jesus to be that drippy looking guy with the long, straight hair. But isn't... Wasn't Jesus... Wasn't Jesus black? Well, he would have been Middle Eastern, wouldn't he? So he would have been swarthy mm-hmm. at the very, very least. Yeah. But we have him as this white guy with blue eyes, with blue eyes, with the long, very thin, like Neil from the Young Ones kind of hair. Yeah. And all of the twelve disciples, some of them are blonde, even that uh, they're all very, they're all very white. I would suggest English or European looking. Yeah. Well, they're not even European. They're not even really European. I don't think. I think they look English, mm. but there's not a hint of of swarthiness or 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 you know any any kind of tincture is tincture's the right word but it's a great word there's no there's not even a tan there's not even a sun tan there isn't that because of like you know renaissance art and they would have with the fairer the better back then no it's because the jesus is made up he's made up i think they're all made up uh allah jesus god uh muhammad i think they're all, all of these are made up they're all made up to um, keep us uh, under control. Do you not believe... You're a spiritual person, though, aren't you? I believe in a higher power. I yeah. believe in energy. I believe in the cosmos. I believe in the universe. Isn't I believe that, in trees. Isn't that God? It's not Jesus. Right. God and Jesus is different. Jesus is the physical representation of, of, of God. And I don't believe that. I don't believe Muhammad. I don't believe Allah. Uh, I don't believe God with a capital G. He's sitting on a cloud with a beard. I believe there is a, there is a cosmic energy that somehow feeds this whole universe and that we are all cosmic dust you know that the 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 the, the, if we took a particle from you and we took a particle from a planet a million light years away there would be the same stuff in there that's where we go come from all of that we come from this 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 force that is around us but it ain't god ain't jesus ain't muhammad it ain't um vishnu ain't a bloody eight-armed elephant with a sword in their purest form, though, aren't all the religions like a good guess? No, it's all made up. It's all made up to control people. I'm, 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 I'm really getting into the, the, buying into the thing. It's, it's control, man. It's all about controlling. You know the whole heaven and hell thing. I don't yeah. know. It, 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 Islam must have a heaven and hell. Well, they have. They got paradise, obviously, mm-hmm. because the, the twenty-seven virgins or whatever it is, and milk and honey or something. I'm not quite sure. But they, they must have an equivalent of hell is it true that in the bible there is no mention of a hell yes. hell is just absence, absence of god correct right 
hell was made. It wasn't hell made up like fifteen hundred years ago or something. It's, it's all, the fiery pit and the it's all it's nonsense. The whole thing is nonsense, man. This is it. This is it. Once 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 this ends, I'm sorry. I hate to say it to you. Once this ends, then uh, we're done, and our energy might go off into the cosmos and become part of something else. But your consciousness, in terms of going, oh, hey, I'm Catherine and I'm Ian, and that's it. And then what you go and meet. You go and meet like your, your like your teacher and Marilyn Monroe who are dead. You go and you go. It doesn't it doesn't happen? I'm afraid. You don't think we recirculate? I think the energy goes off into something else, maybe, but not something not you're person. not something you're conscious of. Mm-hmm. It goes it goes off into into space. That's it. This is it. This is it, Sam. This is all we got. And we're getting calls from people telling me that whether they can or cannot defecate in front of their partners. And this is it. This is our one time around. And that's what people are choosing to phone me up to say. Let's try line one. Good evening, line one. Ah, hello, Ian. How you doing, right? I'm very well, line one. What have you got for us? Ah, I've got a few things. Firstly, Ah. a riddle. Riddle Ah. me this. Away you go, madam. Yeah. Okay. A farmer had 30 cows and 28 chickens. How many didn't? Say that again. A farmer had 30 cows and 28 chickens. How many didn't? Um, well, none of them did because there were no bulls or cocks. Next. No, wrong. Go on. That's wrong. Go on then. You tell me your answer. Okay. 28 chickens, yeah? 10 didn't. Uh, what? Twenty. Yeah, eight. think about it. You eight. eaten something? Eight I'm gonna come. I'm gonna. I'm gonna punch you in the throat with my nunchucks. <laughs> next. 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 All right, then. Next. This guy's. Okay, okay, this guy's okay. winding me up. Have we done the adverts yet? <laughs> no. Well, they're gonna do them soon because this guy's winding me up. <laughs> You're winding me up. All right. Then. You like? You listen okay. to you. Listen to you laughing like the bloody Joker. You're laughing like the Joker and the Riddler teamed up together, and what, you think I'm Batman. I'm the Batman. You're I'm the Batman. I'm going to hunt you down. You'll have this laugh. Oh, you, yeah, oh, boo hoo, boo hoo. You have this laugh, oh, but I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to catch. Oh, I'm going to catch you. Oh, I'm going to catch you, boy. Good luck. Yeah, good. I don't need luck. I don't need luck. You keep. You have the good luck. I don't want it. I'm giving you your good luck back, and then some. You're going to need it. What's point two? Huh? What's point two? Square box, round pizza, triangle slices. Confused much? What is this? Have you been watching like eighties American stand-up or something? Well, you, you've been what, be. you, 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 you have, haven't you? You've been watching like be. the co- you've been watching like Carrot Top or something. You've been watching like the I comedy think I'm club. A bit young for that. I'm only twenty-five. You, you make me want to puke. One more thing. <laughs> you cut off. This is talk radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Call straight to air 0344-499-1000. Yes, line three, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. What's your language? Yeah. You dropped two... Two. You, 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 yeah, two F-bombs. That's no, most, most other shows would not let you back on ever. I've let you back on... What's your language, man? I know. Yeah. The answer's two. What is the answer? To the question. Okay. About Do- 28 chickens. Okay. It's two. Okay. Because... But, uh, okay. Ian. Dude, I can't talk to you. Uh, I, I can't talk to you because this is killing me. This is killing me. Right. I can't talk to someone right. who's as wasted as you are, man. 
He's, I he's bad for my, my health. Number. I'm not, I'm I text me sometimes. Never going to text you. I, I don't text listeners. Never going to text you. You need to stop taking street drugs and you need to go and speak to your doctor. That's what you need to do. I'm seeing a psychiatrist. Okay. Well, and they put me on different drugs. Yeah, but you're, 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 you're buying diazepam. Yeah, it helps me with... No, it doesn't help you with anything. It messes everything else up. Does your psychiatrist uh, Ian, know? Does, like, your, does your psychiatrist... Ian, you, 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 you know the score. Stug- yeah, I know. You know Stug- score. Yeah, I know it better than you. Does your psychiatrist know you're taking diazepam? Yeah. Right, he does. Okay, that's, well... That's, 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 where, that's, that's where they put me on Pragabalin okay. or something. All right, well, listen, I wish, like, you the very sorry, best, I wish you the very best of luck with it, all right? I hope you get things sorted. Oh, that's cool beans, right? If you got my number, right, just text me Never, never going to text you, dude. I don't, want, I, I don't want your number. I don't want, you know, you mind. Okay, I thanks li- very much for your call. That was getting weird. Let's go to line two. You're on the wireless. Hello? Okay, that's great. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Hell. Hello, line three. Comes from the word shawel. Right. Uh, which means grave. It's the word in Hebrew which means grave, but they, they rewrote it. What is he talking about? Hell. Um, hell, okay. Ah, well, there you go. So hell is... Hell is uh, okay. Uh. You got it, yep. Sh- shawel. With the Hebrew word, they replaced it with the word hell. All Shoel meant was grave. So the Shirelles means graves. So the, the female, Shoel, the, right, the female yeah. vocal group, the Shirelles, means graves. Mm, no, that's the Shirelles. We're yep. talking about Shoels here. Shirelles. I think it's C H O. Ah, I was confused with the Shirelles. I can't think what the Shirelles hit was. One fine day. There we go. Thank you. Excellent. I knew we'd get there in the end. anything well i'll tell you what you've got one week off yes ma'am yes ma'am all right let's see yes, what ma'am. i've got here yes ma'am yes ma'am <laughs> yes ma'am one week off. Yes, ma'am. all right man told he must walk five foot pet lizard on a lead in case it attacks dogs or children oh gosh yeah yeah you ever seen someone taking a cat for a walk yes it's funny isn't it uh-huh. it looks great it looks great Taking a cat for a walk on a leash. You know, my sister's cat wasn't uh, an outdoor cat, but he did used to go out on a lead, but just around the back garden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did. I, we took, when we moved with Toby when I was 11, we took him around the back garden on a leash. But you see sometimes people walking their cats down the street. Yeah. Uh, yes, line one. Bill's an Xmas. Bill, what would you like to say? Can I owe you an apology? I was wrong. Come on. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong, and I think you're absolutely right. I think that, um... Do you know what? You are right, I was wrong. I so for, some re- so for some reason, for some reason, for some reason, I thought we were better off. Well, clearly, I was Oh, this wrong. is Limmy's Brexit song. Right, this is Limmy's Brexit song. The people that told you we would be. I've spent the whole morning whispering in your ear. Bill, 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 Bill,
seeing, we're seeing Lemmy in a couple of weeks. Good. Thank you very much indeed. I could have listened to that all night. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. It's uh, it's racist, Jonathan, and um, I, I, I'm just calling you from my little room here. And um, you know what day it is, Ian? Is it? It's not release day, is it? I don't think so. It, it's it's Brexit, Ian. They've cancelled Brexit. They've cancelled Brexit. Are you mad? You you what, Ian? I'm I'm stuck here and. I, I, yeah. I only had that one thing to look forward to. Okay. There, he's getting out soon, I think. I think he gets out in April. I, I was wondering. 0344-499-1000. Cannot wait to talk to him. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Not that I don't in any way condone what he did, but I cannot wait to talk to him. Can you? I'm so excited. I had so many questions. Yeah. And again... You know, he's in crime, he's in prison because he committed a crime and he did some horrendous, horrendous things, right? Horrendous. Don't condone it in the slightest. But I can't wait to talk to him. Cannot wait. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hey. Hello. Hello, line one. Yes, Ian. How's the farm going? The farm is going very well, thank you. It's very... You're muffled as well. Why can't anyone use a bloody phone properly? No, no, I just had a loudspeaker because I was waiting for Caroline. I can't understand what you're saying. Oh. Yeah, don't go, oh, and then Carol, I can't understand. Hello, line two. Hello, Ian, it's the Frank Simon impersonator. Hello, boss. Long time now, speak, how's it going? Very, very well, Frank Sidebottom impersonator. All right, I just wanted to say to everyone, go and see the new uh, Frank Sidebottom one. Well, not you, because he's been a long time coming, you know it has. Thank you. <laughs> Line three, you're on. Go and see the Frank Sidebottom film this weekend if you get the chance, guys. Go and see it. It's a, it's a, it's a joy. Hello, Line one. All right, how are you doing? Very well, thank you, Line one. What have you got for us? Um, I was just wanting to compliment you on your advice to the two gentlemen that called in this evening. I, uh, myself, am going through a PIP application. Hey, good luck. I hope you've, I hope you've got a degree to help you fill it in. <laughs> I'm on month 14 of oh, the application. Jeez, it's disgusting. I've got a tribunal next month. I've got, I've got it. So I've got charts. I've got <laughs> diagrams. Did I'm, you, did you, are you, like, t- were you saying that you got turned down first time? Oh, God, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let, let us know. Let us know what they say at the tribunal. Because isn't it something like seventy percent? I think of the the the, the appeals um, get overturned, 69% don't they? Sixty nine percent. Sixty nine percent overturned, which is incredible. They don't want you to have your money. No, and it's tricks as well. You go to the meetings. You go online, read as much as you can. Talk to citizens' advice is my advice here. When uh, when is your court <laughs> date? When's your court date? It is the 16th. And will you get a definite decision then, or is there a chance it could go on, it, it will then gets put, put onto another date, or is that a yes, no? It should be a yes, no, right. but, but the last time I went through it was in the Scottish legal system, and that went through, but in the English legal system, apparently it's a bit different. Of course it is. So, you Scots have got a good legal I'm, system, ours sucks, that seems to be... 
Uh, listen, yes. we, we have to go because we're out of time. Um, I want to take one more call. Can you give us a call and let us know how it goes? I'd be really interested to see what happens. Only if you tell your man with his meeting on Monday to just keep the faith and keep, persist. Keep the faith. Thank you very much. Best of luck with that. Um, they don't want people to have their money. 69% of the appeals get overturned. Oh, it's as if there's something wrong with it it's in the first incredible. place. Hello, line four, you're on the wireless. Hi, it's Mark. Hello, Mark. I just wanted to say, have a good week. I've just tuned in for the last hour hey, and nice on some of the calls. I think, I think you need the week off. <laughs> you saying I sound a little bit grouchy? <laughs> no, I just think I feel it a grouchy. week will do you Thank you That's very much. May God, may God bless you, time. Mark. Thank you. Let's take one more call. Hello, line three. You're the last call of the night on this show. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kaz. Um, yeah, I just want to wish you uh, a pleasant week's holiday, Ian. Um, I think you've, you've earned it, and uh, I hope you have a, a real nice break with the boys. And can I thank you and uh, Kaz for what you're bum trying lip. to do for Nigel? You're bumbling. I think it's really much appreciated. Thank you very much, Barry. You're a good man. Thank you. Uh, Martin Kellner. Yeah, hi, you're right. I got a present for you. Oh, you got a present. It's the Being Frank oh. soundtrack. There you go. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you like that. Fantastic is exactly the right word. My record yeah. label's doing that. I'm not doing it to plug oh, it. I thought you genuinely would like the soundtrack. I to the genuinely film. would. If I'm you get touched. a chance this weekend or yeah. soon to well, see it, don't it's worry. some film. Some I'm going to see it in Sheffield on Tuesday. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's not the showroom in Sheffield. I would love to know what you think. I, I've got nothing yeah. to do with the film, but uh, me and Kath have seen it, and I think it's just. Yeah, it's well, beautiful. I was talking to Paul Hawksby this afternoon on Talksby, right. and he was saying the same thing. It's really good. And you know, I knew Frank. Really yeah, yeah, well, of course, yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's going to be. Mark Commode's given it a really good rating. It's had four yeah, stars four in the Guardian. I think it's going to be big. I was telling Steve, the director. So I think this is gonna this is gonna catch on beyond well, here us we, Frank nerds. Britain's great idiot savant, I yeah. think, is the expression. Oh, I mean, God. he's an absolute genius, yeah. and uh, and obviously Frank sort of took over Chris Evans. Yeah. but um, it's, yeah, it's, it's really it. beautiful. I can't wait. I've, we've seen it. I can't wait to get the Blu-ray and, and jump into the extras. So enjoy that. That's the soundtrack. Oh, thank you so much. We've got forty seconds. What is on your show tonight? Well, very much like um, Jerry Seinfeld said so it's a show about nothing there we go yep. so, yeah so there. but i've got a very interesting story about a man in bolton with an enlarged testicle are you um, obsessed with big balls no well because i've got one I, I, I know i know mate i've heard your show you mention it all mm. the time well somebody's written to me with a, a cutting from the bolton evening news yes. about a guy whose testicle grew to the size of a grapefruit wow so great yours, yours is yours grapefruit. is like it's like it's tiny nothing, compared yeah, to that mine's just like a very small plum <laughs> but it's <laughs> So that, that's interesting. A guy in Bolton well, that's got yeah, a testicle yeah. the size of a grapefruit. It's interesting. Arguably interesting. That isn't arguably, it? yeah, arguably. Uh, and uh, we also uh, catching up with our man in South America okay. to talk about Venezuela. Well, stay tuned after yeah. one o'clock. It's uh, a load of bollocks with yes, Martin it is. Kellner. Uh, we or oh, Kath will be back on Monday. I'm off for a week. Do, do do phone in and chat to her. Stay tuned though. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Intelligent, organic entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 